2: or anything but stuff like have you taken Sorry. suppositories or have you no, ever I
0: actually have never had a suppository okay.
2: yeah i had <laughs> one when i was a kid because d- they had this no, thing not the fun kind yeah not the fun kind it was for nausea for whatever reason i couldn't stop mm-hmm. throwing up and that oh, was man. like the 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 last thing before going to the hospital i guess my mom was like take this it's like that long she's like go into that bathroom and shove it up your ass
3: <laughs> wait how right. old were you
2: I don't even remember. Old enough to to remember it and not be into it at all. Yeah, uh, old
3: enough to like actually do it. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> old enough to be like trusted with that thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's so funny.
0: No, I have I, man, I have had a uh, ass inspection. I don't remember the name of the ass inspection I had. I was probably seventeen years old. Had uh, hemorrhoids ass inspection. and yeah, they shove a finger up your ass at some point. They put a scope in your butthole. That mm. I mean, it's about that big around. What's Size of a tangerine, about the size I'm making there. That's large. Uh, well, no, 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 not that's in you. That's the scope they see through, and then it tapers <laughs> down. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Because
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was picturing—like a tangerine size diameter going into the asshole. I don't know. With that. Yeah, especially at 17. I mean, uh, maybe there's more <laughs> elasticity there. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe they gave you some sort You're of. You're young. Relaxant. You can. Yeah, you can recover.
0: I felt dirty for like a week. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, man. It, it was an odd experience, and a great way to start the show. I'm sure we're recording at some point already. I haven't
3: gotten live yet,
0: but you are, you recorded all. I'm <laughs> yes. positive. Great, we start with butt drugs once again, ladies and gentlemen. You want to yeah, hit that live me. button? You want
3: to?
0: <laughs> do were they taking pictures in there too? Like, uh, no, he didn't take any pictures, which I'm kind of disappointed because seeing the inside of my butthole would have been pretty interesting. Well,
2: yeah, because that's my next question. Like, do they let you keep the photos? Because it is your butt That's. Like, i feel like you have some kind of right to that yo tmz what's yeah. up
0: um man <laughs> Jesus.
2: I, I wonder if they're like fingerprints too like does my butt look way different than yours <laughs> would you be able to t- <laughs>
3: start like finger painting with our buttholes yeah
2: exactly like how how much of a signature do i have i want to know like
3: I mean, probably. At least we could tell, like, us threes apart.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I, I don't imagine that it's like fingerprints because that's, that's an intricate thing, and there's a pattern. But maybe if you get close enough to look, like, if you really get up in there, yeah, it have could be some patterns, different shapes. Yeah, different shapes, different sizes. All right, some guys, have. we are live.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Actually, I think we've been live for a few seconds now. So
0: anyway, Uh, cool, man, Nick. A lot you miss uh, the worst time to not be able to show up because that was entertaining, (laughs) and I'm sure the butt puns that would have came out of that man. I know he's so good with puns. Just ask me a question; he would have been all about it. He's
2: so good at it. He is, man. Um,
0: Holy cow! There are people out there who hate our show, who like our show, who don't give a fuck about our show, who don't know it exists. They all exist but uh one of the reasons some of the people don't like our show is the shit we just said so if you don't like that sorry (laughs) this is what we do um every now and then i think we get away from the childish immature things and i don't think we can
2: so uh
3: i mean that's a legitimate uh, wonder Is uh, is everybody's a whole different
2: (laughs) yeah it's just general (laughs) curiosity at that point like exactly it's something that I've never really thought up up until uh, until literally until right this now. Point. Same. And I can't get off of it. It's sticking <laughs> with me. I've got a mental picture.
0: Alex is gonna go home and ink his butthole and try <laughs> to stamp <laughs> <up> a <his> starfish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll sell the prints later. I'll, I'll make a couple of them. Try to put them out there. So
3: oh. it's like ink blots, but with buttholes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, if someone has had like, surely someone has done that already. Like, there's there's a lot of a lot of people out there and i feel like there's a lot of weird people out there yeah like so. butt art has to be a thing already <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it does
3: so <laughs> so anyway <laughs> maybe like maybe to
2: with to the <laughs> cheeks though uh, sorry we're we don't have to stay on this topic i'm just i'm running with it <laughs>
3: just trying to be like so <laughs> yeah, i'm
2: trying
0: do. to breathe that's all man i'm just trying to breathe i think
2: yeah kate has a. Uh, it's like a, a hip, hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. It's the nose pressed up against, uh, you know, like a canvas and it's just the imprint. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm picturing, right? Yeah. Like different
3: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Because, I mean, I went to a wolf sanctuary uh-huh. and the wolves, quote unquote, finger painted. And so they basically mm-hmm. just gave them c- like paint and then they like walked around on a canvas. Nice.
2: Was that in Yellowstone?
3: No, actually yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It was in Montgomery or like, yeah, North mm. Montgomery area. Yeah. Houston, So yeah. just right around the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. I did not realize that that was a yeah. thing. So close by. Cool
3: we have a sanctuary, y'all. So if nice. y'all are wondering mm-hmm.
0: what we're doing tonight on the show, we're talking about butt art and uh, stuff like that. That's butt chugging, right. I think, is where we started earlier. <laughs> uh, a while back, man, it, it's, it's a bummer, Alex, no Justin. Uh, Alex is a bummer as well. Uh, Justin Grubbs has been producing the show for a while. He's just been super busy. Um... Uh, it's all over facebook so i don't feel weird saying that he got engaged and getting ready for hey, wedding. Hey. he's uh getting oh, yeah congrats to him super hectic super busy um they've been doing their thing um justin's still with the show he's still going to try to join us uh just so you two know he has first right of refusal to anything for sure so right. if there's any guests he wants <laughs> to uh, come produce or be here for it if it's just, yeah if it's and if it's yeah. a chance he can show up he can so um guys and gals if you miss uh the ginger he is still around he's still hanging out um but he's super busy. His w- uh, fiance, have you met her? Mm-mm.
2: I don't think so. No, super, not officially.
0: Super, super nice girl. Super yeah. nice girl. Um, Man, I met her at the Houston Rodeo cook-off, hung out with her for an evening, and she's super laid back, super chill, uh, got a good bit of energy at the same time, uh, just a really good gal, so... Yeah. super happy for both
3: good, of them good match for justin yeah he
0: invited me to the wedding so i'm a little pissed at him because i don't like going <laughs> to weddings <laughs> but other than that man i'm super stoked for them and their wedding but yeah man don't invite me to weddings people
2: why don't you like weddings what is it about uh is it the gathering is it the ceremony is it uh, the, ceremony. Dressing up. the ceremony what about the no, reception? i don't though? mind dressing up at uh, all yeah dressing up is cool it's so much fun but okay so i personally don't like the ceremony that much or is it whatever you call it the the wedding part of the wedding But the reception is cool as long as uh, as long as the people are cool and it's a it's a good time. You know,
3: I like mingling. Yeah, mingling is cool, especially
2: now when that has not been much of a thing lately. Getting out again, (laughs) shit out of stuff. Yeah, (laughs) hit me up. Let's mingle. Why did you censor that?
3: (laughs) I know I almost said fuck, but I thought shit would be a a better word. I don't know.
2: Still works. It fits. But yeah, is it so? Do you like the re- the reception, just not the you
0: the know, wedding part of the wedding? You know, I think I think it's just an old thought in my brain because as you ask these questions, uh, I used to not like any bit of it, mm. um, just in general. Um, now I typically enjoy the reception. Um, I don't drink, and when I didn't drink at all and I went to receptions, it was annoying as fuck, man. Being dead mm-hmm. sober while everybody's getting trashed is not the best time, and a lot of people get trashed at weddings. Yeah um now i drink and uh i have one or two and that's it but one or two is enough to just enjoy the crowd have a good time let loose and so i found my balance to be able to enjoy him more but also the last few weddings i've been to is matthew peterson's um uh heath richardson's um uh critter i don't know if you know critter but uh, i have met him personally but i know of him dude man his, uh, we talked about it on the show, his wedding was at some bar in Houston. I can't tell you names of anything, I can't tell you how to get from <laughs> here to the freaking Astrodome. But, um, Val drives everywhere, but it was flooded. We're driving an Explorer and it's, we're driving through Houston roads. We had seven inches in an hour that day in Damn. some locations and we drove through one of them and uh, I could put my hand out the window of the Explorer <clears throat> and, and touch, touch it easily, yes.
2: I mean, that's I, that <laughs> sucks, but that's kind of sick. Dude, I mean, <laughs> no,
4: well, I thought we were that's about a to lot lose water. our car. Yeah, and in sud- the moment,
3: I'm sure it was awful. But.
0: Oh, dude, it was. Suddenly the car see? in front of us pulls up on the median in the middle that we can't see, yeah. rolls down his window, and starts motioning for us to follow him. I'm like bet, dude. I have no clue, but you look smarter than me. I don't me. know who
2: this man is, but I'm going to follow him know, to hell if I have down, to. Let's do it.
0: Absolutely. Two people get out of the back of his fucking car, pull branches aside. I'm not sure. Yes. It's pouring down <laughs> buckets and these people get out and get entrenched and they're waving us fucking through, dude. Fuck yeah. We're in dress man. clothes. Adventure I'm, time. I'm in this,
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm, we're going to a wedding. I do like dress up. I do like wear a suit and tie. Yeah. Um. Justin, and I, he asked me to be in his wedding. I'm one of the groomsmen and part of me is bummed because like oh, i gotta buy a suit and tie I'm
2: like yo i get extenders. but i get to buy a suit and tie Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah.
3: and
0: i'm going on a cruise and uh,
3: after that i'll wear a suit and tie for
0: very a nice yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: suit and some. tie on a cruise yeah it's a good look
3: yeah you know like the fancy dinners they do
2: formal nights yeah. do they yeah yeah man i've i've never been on a cruise so i, I don't really I have remember. anything grab to compare that to. picture
0: over your left shoulder
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. that don't is a formal night. One?
0: No, 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 man. That's actually that's from one of our vacations as well. I'll show it to Alex. I don't care <laughs> if the world to see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that I've is, seen that one
2: a couple. Of, is that somewhere else too? That's like, my face space. Yeah, okay. I'll just go. I can go back and watch the podcast later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so get it there.
0: Um, I do. I love dressing up. Nick and I uh, both love dressing up. Nice. Um, Nicole Black does as well.
4: I love it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're I, talking
2: i enjoy it for the most part as long as i as long as i'm excited about what i'm wearing as, <laughs> I, as long as i feel like if it fits me well like yeah, yeah that's the thing i don't like being uncomfortable in the clothes but if i can find the right thing mm-hmm. then absolutely do i will wear that shit the feeling when you
3: get when you like are ju- when you feel good because you look good yeah like, that's a good oh
2: do you do you remember uh, okay. what i wore to the the lb staff dinner thing for spaceland it was like that button-up corduroy shirt that looks like a grandmother's couch. That's like brown with like this floral pattern on Hell it. Hell yeah! And then I got a pair of like super super nice boots from Nick. They're like out of alligator leather mm-hmm. or or something like that, and just like Road classic looking. Something. Yeah, I like, damn, I the... want to fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the reaction that I got from everybody was like, man, you look good. Like that. That's what I'm going for right there. Hell yeah yeah just everything fits nicely the boots the boots just kind of tie everything together like yeah, yeah i'm into that it. kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely
0: it just feels good to dress up it feels good to go pamper yourself yeah it feels good to uh uh just just go act fancy man nick and i and sam uh his girl and and, and valerie we went out one night to just the four of us dinner just a little celebration we've been doing some working business mm-hmm. together um and we took a little bit of what we made and threw it to be in fancy one night and god it feels so good to go dress up and
2: be fancy mm-hmm. how do you feel about being in fancy clothes around people who are not in fancy clothes though? like i'll give you an example so i was in my sister's wedding october of 2019 i think like right before COVID happened when the world was you know normal um and after the wedding we just started bar hopping which kind of threw me off and i wasn't necessarily expecting it because i haven't been a part of many weddings but we're it's like I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, and we're still in, like, tuxedos and shit surrounded by people who are in normal clothes, and I felt like it was just drawing so much attention to us that I mm. didn't like it anymore. But as long as everyone else is dressed up, like, totally fine. But does that kind of stuff bother you when you uh, get dressed up and go out?
0: No, um, because it's easy to take the tie off, button the top True. of the shirt, roll the sleeves back a little bit, yeah, pull the suit, the jacket up a little bit. You, you can
3: make it more cash yeah. yeah 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 but as long as you were with like a group of people so like it wasn't just you yeah
2: that's also a good point that would be really weird if you dude <laughs> <was>, like <laughs> the only one you. one thing that surprised me about that whole thing though was the amount of support that i was getting from random other guys at the bar like i've never really had that happen to me before
3: when you're so, looking so good that straight I, guys d- it, are like
2: but yeah so. they're, they're like yeah go get them like in the bathroom like just washing your hands like minding your own business and a, a guy you've never seen before walks up also in the bathroom and says like yeah you look good go get him it's like <laughs> okay okay man i appreciate the support i wasn't so expecting nice. it <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's awkward when men comment on how men dress Mm. You don't know if they're mocking you or being serious.
2: Yeah. And I, I mean, I was certainly at a certain stage of intoxication at that point. So <laughs> maybe my perception was off and they could have just totally they're been talking so shit about me. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's a supportive man right there. Like, I could hang out with this guy. <laughs> you, you felt you know? good. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. He, he was probably talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like, now in hindsight, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> but I, I try not to think too much about that kind of stuff. Yeah,
3: exactly. It's, it's gone. It's yeah, gone.
2: it happened. Whatever. <laughs> So,
0: in the wake of Justin Grubbs, now that he's deceased, that's what that sounded like. No, uh, so with Justin not being able to be on the show, we needed somebody who could help. Um, Elsa, you've been doing a great job, but she just can't make it to all the shows. You actually drive like an an hour hour to be here and then an hour to go home. So, Guys, just so you know, Alex and Justin and Elsa don't get paid shit to do this. <laughs> um, thank you nope. so much. I also don't get paid shit to do this. This is something that we, we have some advertisers, and the advertisers pay for all the equipment and pay for everything we have. But uh, it's just something we do for fun. So We've talked a lot. <laughs> it's for fun. Yeah, we've yeah. talked a lot in this room. So um, I wanted to get that chance to... Uh, Alex has been on the show recently. How long ago?
2: Um, I produced the first show, I don't know, maybe a month ago now, a little bit longer no, when no, Jesse no. was here. guest. As a guest? Yeah. Oof, um, it was definitely during the Jump Package when I did it, which was in 2020. Um, and I believe it was before COVID happened for sure. So like early 2020, maybe like February.
4: Okay,
0: January, so just over February, a year.
2: Just over a year, yeah, yeah.
0: And, uh, then a month ago you started, you started helping produce the show?
2: Yeah, which was super cool. It was cool to see, see things from behind the counter so to speak
3: did you fuck anything up though because i did i mean
2: probably okay cool i i certainly had this whole feeling the, the the feeling that i had for most of the show was like i did something and i don't know what it is but i'm gonna figure it out later i think we're live i did all the things i was told to do but like Let's fucking see what happens. You <laughs> <Yeah. know?
4: So laughs> that's good. You did good. You guys
3: you are a oh, little I lucky,
0: and I've put it together because I've sat there recently, uh-huh. and it's a lot easier than it used to be. Yeah, the setup that yeah. I used to have. That's um, what you've been saying. Yeah. Thank
2: God. Yeah, yeah, everything has little pictures on it now. Like, I was so appreciative of that because <laughs> I'm I'm a very visual person. So when that, when the button that I push has the picture of the thing that's going to be on the screen like no worries don't have to think about it anymore i can just do my little thing and it's all good (laughs) but the process that you explained to me a little bit on on how it used to work like just thinking about it confused me and i was like yeah i certainly would have would have fucked that all up it It was just gonna be on the
3: whole set the entire time like yeah the the camera won't be moving (laughs) welcome to gravity (laughs)
2: lab
0: radio and i'm freaking the fuck out (laughs) we used to have to pay way more attention to the audio levels uh a, I think we do a better job ourselves, but uh, we're getting our guests to do a better job of staying on the mic also. Yep. Um, but we used to have to play with the auto levels all the time when people would come in and out, but the mastering service we use does a pretty good job at it. It's dirt fucking, I pay $5 a month to get all our shows mastered. So nice. um, it's, it's not perfect, it's not great, but for five bucks a month,
3: yeah, it, it,
0: it works. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just wanted to get a chance to, to hang out, get people to know both of you a little bit better um Elsa, you don't speak up nearly as much as, as i'd like to see i don't oh. mind that you do oh. it's a busy spot back there
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess like most of the time it's because i want the like more knowledgeable people of you know skydiving talking not me mm-hmm. so
2: <laughs> i i understand that a little bit i've only done the one show back there but i also had a similar feeling of I don't want to take away from the guest while I'm back there. Exactly. I'm trying to contribute to the conversation, but not necessarily uh, take away from it or, or derail the person who's in the middle of a story or something. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel you there. Like it's it's a. Uh, it's an art that you have to learn to, to interject here and there. And you're, you're kind of like the seasoning of the show. You're like giving little yeah. like things here yeah. and there. And I
3: do enjoy like showing videos of, you know, people's skydiving videos or mm. whatever, like while they're talking. So like yeah. being busy behind the scenes doing that, like I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but then again, like, I think one of my first um, podcast or producing of the podcast was, oh shoot. I forget his name now, but we talked about aliens for about 30, 45 minutes. It was yeah. it Monfie? And Monfie. it was awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Mon- okay, Monfi is staying with us right now. And we Hell talked yeah. about aliens again at dinner last night. Yes. Like wh- he went over the whole story that he went over. Uh,
3: with the light here, beam? With the
2: light beam yes. and everything. Yeah. So just to give you a refresher, <laughs> like he was yes. driving on like a super remote road and like no one was around and he sees this like strip of almost like an LED light Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he didn't look at it like he's just driving and he's like don't look don't look I know because
3: that's not normal yeah exactly (laughs) and like
2: later he found out that that's a place that sightings happen pretty often but the entire time he was explaining the story to me I was just thinking about it from the aliens perspective like could you imagine if they were also aliens sitting in a car and they're like don't fucking look don't fucking look those are people they're gonna see us like this is gonna be a bad time (laughs) And so it was it was so cool hearing that story again and having a totally different perspective the whole time he was telling it like yes. oh it was amazing so like
3: conversations <laughs> like that then I can add to but yeah <laughs> most yeah of the time it's about skydiving I yeah. see. is
2: it so with the skydiving thing it's mm-hmm. sort of like a uh, you would rather the more experienced people talk about yeah uh,
3: well because I like learning mm-hmm. too you yeah. know I don't want to be like blah 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 and be stupid and then you know <laughs> like.
0: so one of the biggest appeals of having you on the show was you're a girl. We needed to stop having a sausage fest. Um, I understand. You no, know, but a, a huge qualification we had and what we were looking for, Nick, like in in this case of Alex, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. We we're hanging out in a dinner together one night and in my brain, I connected. I need something with Justin because he would sent me a text message and he was sitting in front of me like, holy shit. I called Nick. Nick agreed.
3: Dun, 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 dun. In your case, it's um, <laughs> in
0: Justin's case, we knew we were looking for somebody. And so we kind of put a standard of what we wanted out of each person. And a younger jumper is what we wanted out of you. Because number one, you have a perspective that we can forget very quickly. True. Sure. Number two, you have some questions that for us are stupid. And I'll be honest, sometimes <laughs> not you. I've actually not heard you ask one. Um, but they're well, not stupid. It's stup- just ignorance, Yeah, right? Yeah. They're not stupid questions. We forget what it's like to be in your position, you know. And so you're going to think of the questions that we don't think of. Mm-hmm. So definitely uh, feel free to to contribute and, and bring your perspective. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask it, stupid
3: questions. Yeah. Or, yes. But, yes, let's do <laughs> it. No,
0: but I'm sure I have plenty of them as well. And share your perspective. Really well. a, a lot of the people I've heard from love the younger jumpers who've been on the show. Um, the mm-hmm. perspective they bring uh, and part of it, I, I think, it vindicates people. If people feel good. They're like, "I'm not the only one who feels this way. Sure. I'm not the only one who yeah. thinks this way."
3: That's true. And what's that? that's saying, "There is no stupid question" or whatever. I mean, yeah, mm, there are. is actually some stupid questions. Yeah. But man, <laughs> you got two
0: choices: ask a stupid question or make a stupid mistake. True. Ask a stupid fucking question, yeah. Fair man. Yeah. And ask me all the stupid questions you can. At some point, if you repeat the stupid questions, then I'm going to be annoyed. Mm-hmm. But uh, ask. I'd rather you ask and. I mean I it's cute in my brain, but I'll answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Um
2: <laughs> Yeah, how many jumps do you have now, Elsa? Or
3: um tch. Wow. Good question. I don't know what I like, like around two sixty, two seventy five. Nice. Around there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, getting there. Getting there. Slowly but surely. How's it been so far? Yeah. how long have
4: you
2: been in the sport? Because I've
3: Since two thousand seven well, end of two thousand seventeen. Okay.
2: Yeah. So yeah, we we started around the same time, I guess. But mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and just kind of like intermittently on the drop zone and stuff like yeah and, there and, and I like, went
3: through like crazy financial shit Yeah, for 2019 to yeah about like two years of my three years of in the sport mm-hmm. so yeah. the
2: old finances Yeah, it's like one of the roughest parts of the sport yeah. for sure I
3: know especially yeah. because it's like it's literally it's not that expensive going out getting a you know $25 jump ticket that's really not that bad you mm-hmm. know but it's just like I want to be out there you know, I want to be jumping three, four times a day, yeah. three, four times a month. You know, so it's like sure. it quick. Gets there. Yeah.
2: yeah, especially if you really want to uh progress in the sport, depending on what your goals are and and however many reps it takes you to learn a certain thing, and you know, it it really does add up quickly, and that's why the jump package for me was a great way to do that, but it was also a massive commitment, right? Like sure. I had to live in a van and like not spend money on anything for a long time and be like it was the first time in my life that I was really really disciplined with like saving That's and so and making a budget and stuff and it, it was awesome but yeah. it it also is a, a huge commitment that I made like a year and a half prior to, to buying the package you know what mm-hmm. I mean so you have to build up to that sort of thing or at least a lot of people do some people just have the the finances to do stuff like that yeah
3: because i mean i spent a lot of money in the tunnel Mm -hmm. um a lot of time in the tunnel and that kind of got me a leg up on um basically from going to like backflying to sitting and i just did that in the tunnel real quick so that way i could do some more fun jumps with friends in the sky But then uh, now I feel like I'm just going to kind of cruise and do a lot of my discipline training in the sky because I just Mm -hmm. don't have that money for the tunnel.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's strange because I have not flown in the tunnel. Well, I did 10 minutes with KDP when she was here. She Mm -hmm. almost killed me. It was awesome. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I see a lot of people who do sort of supplement that learning with the tunnel. But it seems like there's a certain window to hit that in. And I'm not Mm -hmm. familiar with that window at all. But maybe for someone who's never done a, a free fly jump like getting in the tunnel and and, and back flying and mm-hmm. learning how to at least be comfortable in, a, in some free fly positions i can certainly see how that would you would get benefit your jumps. feedback and yeah i think
3: that was really pertinent for me
2: yeah most definitely but it does seem like you sort of cross a, a threshold at some point where you can still learn that stuff in the sky especially if you want to do like angles and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i think some of that stuff can translate probably but mm-hmm. not uh not as well as just going out and like doing a day of, of angle coaching with somebody
3: yeah exactly and so now i see the importance or the the beneficial parts of just jumping out of a plane yeah. and doing the exits right out of the the plane and stuff because you don't get that in the tunnel yeah you get what? The, the wind but yeah. you don't get the exits
2: i was thinking about that today actually so when on a, on a jump on a skydive you leave the plane it's called an exit but when you get into the tunnel, do they call it something? Like, is it an entrance? What What it's do you entrance. call that? Because you can do different. <laughs> like, I see people get in there on their heads or on their feet or on their bellies, and there are yeah. different ways to enter the tunnel. So, would you? Do you have a it's word not for an that? Exit, it's it's, an entrance? Yeah, <laughs> it's, which sounds really like I don't like that phrase per se. But like, what what do you call that I don't thing? Know. You know,
3: somebody somebody who's listening who <laughs> works at the tunnel. If you, work, if you work at the tunnel, <laughs> yeah. Mark
2: Wallace, Mark
3: Wallace. Help. <laughs> yeah. Or anybody who knows that. Yeah, or or just
2: anybody.
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I am not a source of anything in the tunnel. Yeah. Um, I've always said you enter the tunnel, yeah. so I don't just, know for sure. You just sure. get in
2: the tunnel, but like Isn't I, I don't know. Funny
4: yeah.
0: So Nick did not get to make it tonight, guys. Nick was supposed to be here to help us with this gig. Um, he might be a little bit late. He might be able to show up, but he would be the perfect guy to answer that question right he now. He would.
4: Yeah,
2: he would be. I miss the midget. I miss that. He's a, he's a handsome little man.
0: He's a good-looking fella, man.
2: He is. I was thinking about this the other day too. Like something about the Texas drop zone managers, and not that the other managers aren't this way, but we've got some handsome Texas Texas managers. Is that just a requirement for uh, for the job? Yes. You think so? <laughs> because I'm not familiar with the other drop zone managers, so I can't speak for all of them. But I have seen and met all of the uh, all of the Texas ones.
0: I I'm not sure what I would say about how good-looking Thomas Hughes is. <laughs> um Ben is decent. Yeah. Nick is just oh. <laughs> I
2: I realize that my opinion is biased because I work with Nick every day. But I he's he's at the top of my list still. I think Nick is number 1.
0: Man, that we definitely have a, a unique blend of uh, managers and they mm-hmm. are all good-looking fellas. Yeah. At least their wives will argue that. Yeah.
3: I think just like people in Texas in general are good-looking. Thank you. could be it too. <laughs> you yeah. know
2: a lot of like a lot of tall people too like i most of the time on a, Wait a busy minute. saturday ben and Nick, we, we well no we've, and Nick we've a sort of tall. changed gears we're not <laughs> talking about <laughs> the managers anymore but like just <laughs> <It's> general like <laughs> texans when uh w- like on a busy saturday when there's a lot of people i assume most of those people are from texas just because you know we're in texas and
3: <laughs> yeah like
2: why that's a, that's that a pretty far. fair assumption you yeah. know <laughs> but like most of the people are taller than me which is fine but it just makes me it makes me feel so tiny walking around and I'm not like I'm like 5 8 so yeah, you know you're there's plenty right? Yeah and yeah, there's so plenty like, of people Why are
3: these above average people There's so many? Of there's them. so
2: many of them like <laughs> how and it's like an entire family too and the the youngest kid is 13 and he's 6 foot yeah. whatever you know It's like man there's just a, there's a lot of tall people around here cool, and I don't cool 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 Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um
3: that's funny so Maybe, I don't know. I just assume that Texas is an average kind of state, but I don't know. I feel like we have above average, good looking people here.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
3: Madison Varner and, um, shoot. Oh, Madison, she just said, I'm a short person also. She and is. Yeah, she's got some time though. So Ivy and DQ said hi, and DQ said pond, pond? pond, going to the pond, pond. Yeah, you have to put the them.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or berm. Are you familiar with berm? Uh, no, are you going to the berm? <laughs> are you going to the berm? I can't see that. <laughs> or, or or triangle. Okay, going going downwind at the triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was a thing, and it still kind of is a thing, like, uh, a way to communicate, like, hey, I am going to the pond. Yeah, when so you're just, on the
4: plane. But, and
2: yeah. but it just became, like, this this running joke, and then it, like I can't the do it seriously now. Like, now I have to just ask someone before we even get in the airplane, like, are you going to go to the pond? Because if I do this in the plane, <laughs> somewhat, <laughs> like, especially if phone. DQ's on it, because yeah. that's kind of what we do. Like, it's just going to, like... It's it's a joke at that point.
3: So, um, you know, Finding Nemo, uh, the um, seagulls that are all on that um mine, big mine, rock. Mine, 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 mine. So the pond thing—that's what I hear in my head. Pond, 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 pond. Like everyone pond. wanting to go to the pond. Yeah,
2: berm, berm, berm. And so, yeah,
3: that's all I hear in my head. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's probably, I'm probably (laughs) going to end up hearing that as well. You're welcome. Pond.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) You are welcome.
2: Yeah, it's in there. It's bouncing around in between my ears. I can feel it. There's a pond. (laughs) What's that? Like a, like a screensaver, almost like the Pong. old school. Do screensavers do that now? The, they, they bounce around in between the screen, or most of the ones that I see. are... I like don't have a
0: screensaver on my computer, yeah. so I have no earthly clue. Mm.
3: There used to be one. Like back there was, day. yeah, I yeah, remember that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but it doesn't seem like a screensaver matters anymore.
3: Mm. No. So I just want my computer off to save energy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, I I I waste a lot of energy with those monitors.
3: Mm. Yeah. So just turn off. <laughs> you don't need to.
0: Yeah. I don't leave them on often. I leave them on if I'm in and out of the room. Um, I might be out for 10 minutes. I'm going to leave it on.
3: But like a screensaver is just like unnecessary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not. Nobody's walking into my office and looking at my computer screens. So.
3: Yeah. What is the deal with screensavers? I guess that was before there was just like you could put your computer at to sleep without it. it
0: uh, color or screen burn. Mm-hmm. Image would last stay on your screen and it would burn in that image. So I had to have an ever constant changing mm.
4: thing,
2: and that's just not a thing now. Like it's it's. I'm
0: sh- I'm sure screen burn still happens, but yeah. it, it's it's not bad enough that for the average user it probably matters. I change my I desktop see. on my back my background on my desktop once every six months or so.
3: But like just a black screen, right? Like that's fine.
0: I I don't know. I would imagine yeah. so.
4: Yeah. yeah, I use no computers. Colors. I don't make them. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I mounted not. it to
0: a desk. I'm pretty good at that. But other than that, yeah, it's a nice setup. It's a I'm thinking about moving the office, and and one of the challenges comes with moving the office is that setup is pretty permanent because those those uh monitor mounts are are mounted. They are drilled into the desk. Mm-hmm. So it would take a little bit of changing and, and work to make it work another way.
2: I'm mm-hmm.
4: um,
0: not saying it's not doable. but
2: Yeah, you still have quite the system. You know what really impressed me when I when I came here to produce the first show? You had everything set up in a certain system and everything was was a little tweakable, or. but you, you had a system, right? And then I, I sat down in that chair behind the desk and you're like, oh, and there's like four different levers to sit however you want to. So like all of that you can customize. Yeah. I was like, man, he's... This is a system, and I'm just a part of it. I'm just entering in, like,
0: Android,
3: yeah. cool,
2: whatever. You know, I, I can play with my seat settings. That's awesome
3: oh yeah i mess with it every time do you do you
2: have a a specific setting that you go for now yep i figured it out
3: do you remember the sequence what's the sequence that you do it in (laughs) there's a bottom lever so i can sit a little bit back because i have short legs and i don't want to fall off the chair yeah (laughs) and then i I, like lean back a little bit yeah okay
2: yeah Yeah, i'm gonna have to try that one out (laughs)
3: because
2: i'm gonna be honest when i did it last time i just I messed with something until it didn't feel totally weird because I was just thinking about the show. Like I was (laughs) I'm gonna sit however I'm sitting, I'm just gonna try to not mess this up. (laughs) It really (laughs) is
3: my comfort (laughs) comes last. Yeah,
2: my comfort does not matter right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna produce this show. (laughs)
0: And I think said and done, you realize at the end there's really not much to it. Yeah. It's it's anything you can screw up, I think, has got a backup plan to it. Mm -hmm. We've had the computer freeze, any of our Critical failures have been equipment, not people.
3: This so this is so sad that this computer is freezed twice, froze twice on me now. I'm
0: also several uh, updates behind on Audacity, and I just updated all of that. So I was hoping okay. that might have solved the issue.
3: Okay, good.
2: Maybe it's frozen because your name is Elsa. Mm. Oh! No. Are you tired of those oh, jokes I yet? I didn't even think about
3: that. Hey, hey. No, I'm not... I'm, Obviously, I'm not <laughs> tired Good, of it. yeah.
2: I couldn't tell if you were just humor me, humoring me or not, but no, you seemed kind of no, it. Cool. Yeah,
3: I don't like hang out with people. That know that movie a lot. Really? What yeah. kind of people are you hanging out
2: with? I they don't I like hang
4: out with a lot of old people. Okay. Well. Yeah. yeah. What's Fair up? Enough. How you doing? What's she she looks straight at me and How old? And like what? What
2: age group are we talking like here?
3: Forties and above. Okay. I feel yeah. like okay. If those people if those people
2: don't have kids, that's that's a good enough excuse, I'm right? But if those people have kids, I feel like they should know those movies. Like I know, they're. I know. Are they just in denial? true so, yeah, a lot so of, they just don't want to talk about it they're like yeah. dude my my entire world is kids movies i don't want to talk yeah, exactly. about it when i'm there's know, a large
0: portion whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a large portion of my generation the 40 year old group that don't have kids mm-hmm. if you actually look around and I, i'm not shocked if you have a lot of 40 year old friends who don't have kids yeah it's, same it's just i the generation I'm, i was raised in i think we were we don't care we don't want kids yeah. i mean i i care think kids should be out there i think people <laughs> should procreate i just don't want to take that responsibility on mm-hmm. i feel like, you yeah. right no man i have no legacy to leave behind okay what really mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. r- respect to anybody who wants to leave something behind but I, yeah i think
2: you yeah, can leave things behind in, in plenty of other ways right like all the people that you affect along the way and stuff like that yeah, like not
3: like spread your knowledge whatever yeah
2: absolutely
4: yeah
2: yeah do you um so for me for example, I used to say instead of I'm not gonna have kids, I always used to say the bloodline dies with me. <laughs> but then I realized that I, I, I have a cousin who is is probably gonna get married and carry on the last name and have kids and those kids will have the last name. And like I have a sister who's, you know, planning on having kids and all that stuff. So technically the bloodline does not die with me. Yes. But is that the case with I I don't know about yourself, Elsa and kids, but DJ, does that does well, that apply I'm not to a you? Dude, so Yeah that's true <laughs> um but I, I, yeah I, I guess it depends on how you define bloodline like did, oh, is it the true. males family and it's the the, the sons that are the bloodline or is it still anyone who has Yeah, my oh, branch sure. yeah. stops yeah. with me okay. the what? The <laughs> my branch
0: stops yeah. with me okay mm-hmm. like for sure the, my lineage stops on my it. branch yeah but there are other branches out there i don't know my uncles well enough um, I do know I have cousins uh, from those uncles, but I don't know if they have kids. Um, my sister has a daughter and she's not going to have another kid more than likely mm-hmm. as I guess.
3: That's the blood, right? So not the oh, last yeah. name, no, but, but, but it's the, the blood. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. I think you said on the male side it, it, or mm-hmm. you said female, yeah, but
3: I brought up the last name male thing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just, to me, it's not a big deal. It's, it's more of a choice of, uh, I I used to say, and I still say, um, Valerie and I were hanging out at Nationals when you were with a bunch of friends, and it was one, two, three, five couples, and everybody didn't have kids, and everybody did not want to have kids. Mm-hmm. One of those couples broke down, got divorced, and each had kids on their own, mm-hmm. So, uh, but the rest of us still stand, but one of them said, yeah, we're non-breeders. Yeah, and yeah, it I is stuck. That. And so I, I commonly will say we're non breeders, but I did uh, get a bit of a lecture one day because we're not meant just for breeding. I'm like, I'm yeah. not saying. Oh my God. Yeah, but
3: also, no, we are meant to breed. Like, that's like what all animals are meant to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but she was taking it in a sexist way. Yeah. Not in yeah. human, a human way. Yeah. She yeah. was taking me I'm like, I, we're non breeders. We're not having kids. Jesus Christ, it's yeah. a
2: joke. We're just putting a clever spin on it. Let yeah. me have yeah. my fun.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: but I let her get up in arms. I said it's not what I meant. I was trying, and I, I made it clear I was trying to be silly. I was just joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, if you know who my wife is, and you know what she does, and how we operate, she makes way more money than I do. I have zero actually appreciate that she does yeah. <laughs> um, i appreciate she has a good job and knows how to plan for our future because she's way smarter than i am
2: that's a good spot to be in
0: yeah i'm the child of the family <laughs> yeah i think you get it you're the child of your yeah, relationship absolutely
2: 100 <laughs>
3: percent.
2: i'm just along for the ride
3: <laughs> you're like just tell me what to do <laughs> yeah
2: for sure i'm just i'm i'm just above like guests in our household like i've got a little spot <laughs> on the couch that's me like i'm <laughs> the that's <Sheldon> cool spot. <laughs> yeah i'm happy to be here Tell me what to do
3: <laughs>
2: dishes mostly dishes that's that's how i, I mean I, yeah you're I like i'm
3: validated way. by like i have i do the dishes that's yeah. my thing and they're gonna be
2: like pretty clean <laughs> yeah
3: they're he's gonna, gonna be, lick them they're gonna be done yeah they're gonna be <laughs> done
2: i probably won't put them away though i always forget <clears> that part yeah. i don't know why
0: I picture you guys having a fairly clean house
2: yes it's it's pretty clean especially because of katie because she's a lot better than cleaning i know at what, cleaning than i am katie but i try
0: I when that. we're done hanging out at any night it doesn't matter what we're doing they come over and play D. they come over for a dinner it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what's going on katie is one of the first people helping clean uh, she makes sure everything is put away she's so like she is one of the few. Valerie is very much the same way. Mm. And back to our, we joking we joke around a lot. They're a younger version of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex and Katie, one hundred percent. And Valerie and Katie hang hang out together and sit together, and they say or do things, and him and I will look at you like.
2: It is it is pretty funny. The similar uh like yeah. just mannerisms and, and like word choices and yeah, oh, awesome. kind of spooky.
0: So. <laughs> Katie is, at Valerie's just an older version of Katie. I'm just an older version of Alex. This is what you're gonna look like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It, uh, so you
2: son. do have a son then. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My son? <Huh? laughs> I'm gonna inherit everything. Soon it'll be yeah. all mine. You're like, you should just I'm put just, me in your will. Yeah, exactly. You know. Just adopt me at that I'm point. Positive. I always say I'm... that to 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 Jeff. Like every time he and I are talking and, and something is going well for him in his life, I'm like, dude, just adopt me already. Like just bring me into your family.
3: Well, because I mean like you could do you could put anybody in your will. Yeah, I guess right? That's true. So like who do you want to give your shit to? You know? Who me? Yeah, mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, Couldn't
0: be. Depends who we have uh, live, but more than likely, yes. probably have the proceeds. uh oh, your niece. S- given and sold to uh, a charity that we oh, are okay. nice. concerned with. Yeah, that's a, get, Hey, get back to society. And Look at that handsome man. Somebody, how you doing? Hey, hey. It, do you, and kick <laughs> yeah. back and do <laughs> so your thing. Hey.
2: I mean, we're live, but yeah, sure.
3: <gasps> oh, kiss him on the mouth live. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like those days might be behind me.
2: Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. That, that drops it. And I feel the same way. Like I used to get much more enjoyment out of that stuff, but now, like, I don't dislike it, but it's it, I don't, it's not as funny to me as it used to be. Okay,
1: you know when you walk into a movie halfway through and someone's got to catch up on what happened? Yeah, we, lay it on me. Let what me did be, we start with? We started with we started with butt drugs. Oh, we, we started with butt drugs. Oh, oh, we're 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 okay, great.
4: great. <laughs>
0: what was after Bud rods aliens okay man you guys are hitting on my favorite topic yeah do you what is it called when you enter a tunnel
2: yeah the the wind tunnel the wind tunnel so when you leave when you leave an airplane on a skydive it's It's the exit it's the exit but what do you call it when you get into the tunnel it's an entrance it's an entrance (laughs) i mean i'm
1: i'm pretty certain it's written on uh like the flyer chart like four, four way entrances i'm pretty sure is a
2: thing okay do they, do they talk about it in the same way that Scott ever is talking about exits? Or like, yeah, that was a sick entrance. Like, you were on your head for sure. Sure, like when
1: you talk about, like if, if, we, were, if we were two tunnel instructors talking about yeah. it, we might talk about the different ways that we enter in, yeah. in a way that uh, would sound equally nerdy to someone who okay. wasn't yeah. familiar with the vernacular.
2: Fair enough, that confirms, uh, that that answers my question for sure. And I,
1: and I think that there are more fun exits when you get out of the tunnel I think yeah. that's more of a more of a game a, that, yeah. that more of them
2: play. That's that's another thing. Okay, mm-hmm. what else? film caught up. What we talked next? about the managers too. We talked about how handsome the Texas drop zone managers are. I uh, where would you put yourself on that scale? <laughs> the, the, the bottom, whatever <laughs> worst is, <laughs> whatever last place is settled. I mean, that's only third. That's still top three. That's not bad. That's not a bad place it's, uh, to be. It's <laughs> all right,
0: I'll take I'll take three. You got Ben Dawson beat.
1: I don't know. He's a good looking man.
2: He's
0: got
1: a nice He's, beard. Uh, yeah, got a great beard. He's He's got a mature air about him, you know? Mm. He's Alaskan.
2: He is, yeah. I mean, come on. He's Which means Alaskan. he can probably cut down trees. He's pretty much a lumberjack he's, by yeah. by where he's from. He
0: also knows how to pan for gold. Does he? Yes. <laughs> I don't Sick. know that I'm kidding. I
3: was going to say,
2: I would think that would be kind of simple, right? You just got a pan and you just sift some stuff. River in a pan. In Alaska, <laughs> you're bound to find some gold, I guess. <laughs> Man, um, I think that's pretty much it. And you that know. brings us up to kissing dudes. Kissing dudes. Um, Man, I feel like we covered it. Yeah, that, um, those are the main points.
0: Does your butthole have its own unique <laughs> fingerprint? <laughs> yeah. Have you thought <laughs> yeah, about that? that, was that?
1: Was I feel time. like there was a company that was doing is it weird I that i know that? Dude, no you've done research no i feel like this is something that just stumbled <laughs> up, uh, up, across my social media feed
4: <laughs> just where fell across my lap <laughs> <laughs>
1: fell out of the back of my lap but
2: um, hey, hey it just plopped right out huh? yeah
1: like I, it was like a make an imprint of your you know your magical place for your lover
2: yeah, that, I make, mean that
1: make a mold. Saw this okay, so yeah, uh, I'm sure if you Google butthole molds, <laughs> oh, you're, you're, gonna <laughs> mold. you're gonna ruin DJ's computer. I to <laughs> say be careful what
4: you search on, on that computer, <laughs> but please. also
3: molds. So it's not a just like yeah. a block, like a cast. It's not, it's, it's not a. It's ink a blot. Mo- Yeah, it's like you shove some. Putty up there. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: know how much
1: you get all up in it, but you definitely get against
2: it. Yeah, enough to make a mold, and the, you gotta you gotta get up in there. I, I boy, never I thought two this. words Hold would on. give me uh, so much open, joy. Open an incognito window. <laughs> I'll do a a it. Private. I'll do it. Is that two words? Butthole mold, or is that three words? <laughs> no, I think butthole is one I word. I think that's just two. I never thought two words in a row like that could make me so happy, but I love it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's hey, <we're laughs> back. On, <laughs> I okay, no, yeah.
3: I don't, don't want to look up that whole mold. Yeah, how would, you, how would, you, how would, you, how would you
2: phrase that in a safe-for-work setting?
3: <laughs> uh. Well, you could
1: go to edibleanus.com <laughs> okay. to find your cast-your-own-anus kit.
3: I want an imprint, though.
1: Yeah, I, I think, think that's up. what it is. I think you it make it a, yeah, a chocolate one. And then
2: you don't have to eat it. It, like, it just like, is so edible. This, <laughs> You can keep it in the freezer and then show it to Hey you guys want to see my butthole real quick.
1: Just just uh, DJ, I just need you to (laughs) see
4: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see it yet? (laughs) Wait, no, no. No, No, pull that microphone back up. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna hear people I want people to hear your reaction.
0: I can't see clearly right now. My eyes are full of
3: water.
4: It's uh, (laughs) here.
3: I love that Nick is like, yes, (laughs) I've I've totally (laughs) seen this on the internet. Well,
2: (laughs) yeah, that's limited edition anus. So, i'm just happy that i, that I, pass I it to, yeah
1: go for it pass gonna it share it with the class <laughs> <laughs> wow
3: it looks like again a like ring. we're finding
2: combinations yeah, that, of words that i just love I this saw, is amazing that okay, one was guys. listed
1: at 550 euros i think okay
2: that's okay, a okay, fair price very european i would have paid twice that
3: okay, people <laughs> people who are listening this literally is in like a ring box and it's like a silver it looks like a ring. Yeah, it and presents this is well. Your but- that is jewelry.
2: Mold. That is jewelry right there. One
1: ring to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Crazy. <laughs> I love it though. I love that you do that. Can I see yeah. So you said that came
2: up on yes. social media. Was it an ad, or was it someone you're friends with? Because if it's oh. an ad, that that means you've been googling some stuff. Because that's a that's well,
1: a uh, Sam and uh, my seven year anniversary is coming up. Hey, so. hey,
2: that's what a better. I, I may or may <laughs> not have one on order. <laughs> I was gonna say the limited edition my. anus ring.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Couldn't oh, think of a so better angry. way to tell her that I love her. Yeah. just what no. better way? Oh, solid. You don't,
3: you don't get to see it when you're like at work <laughs> and everything. Yeah, and pictures here. just don't do it justice
2: anymore. You need the texture. You need to be able to to feel it, I guess.
3: No, rub it every once in a while.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now the the conversation has thoroughly uh, <laughs> taken a turn for the worse. What so, else? What else you got?
3: Yeah, so we were talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, that's the highlight. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah, that was a lot of it. We talked oh, about man. varying experience levels with jumpers and stuff, too, with also being a little bit newer and what she brings to the show because of that. And and I, I should, should
3: ask some questions. Hmm. While, while mm-hmm.
0: you're here, I'm going to ask a question that, that's slightly work-related it's probably going to be uh, an annoying question for you. Okay. Um, right now, it's a controversial topic, and I think if you're on one side of this conversation, you're kind of dumb. And on the other side, people say there's a shortage of tandem instructors across the industry. I'm hearing it all over the, the board. What's your take on that? That's very true. Mm. Why do you think it is? And I, and I really want to hear why you think it is. Um, Nick, because you're in a manager's position, Alex, you're in a working staff position. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to what you guys think about that and what's going on.
1: I think it's just a combination of things. The last couple of years have been uh, pretty busy for skydiving, so that uh, most drop zones are kind of riding the wave of being busy. And I think with the... Uh, COVID restrictions and so many people just being stuck where they're at and not being able to to travel to another drop zone to find work. I think people are just uh, where wherever they were before the shutdowns happened. I think a lot of people are still just there. So uh, I think it's just busy skydiving, travel restrictions. I think that's most of it.
0: Man, what do you what do you have any other thoughts to why it's happening?
2: Nothing really to add. I, I do agree with what Nick said, especially with the travel restrictions because mm-hmm. it is sort mm-hmm. of a, a nomadic job and culture. Sure. So when you don't have that that influx of of new people, it sort of uh y- you can see the difference for yeah. sure.
0: It's a huge difference. You know, one mm-hmm.
1: more thing, the uncertainty of the of the immediate future, I think plays a big mm. role for some people. Also a good point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's so many people in the sport who wanted to get started and want to become an instructor or, or do the job. And one of the biggest fears I hear from newbie or wannabe instructors is the inability to get a job doing tandems because I'm new. Who wants a new guy? And uh, my take has always been pretty simple. A new guy is very easily trainable. I'd rather find somebody who's a good personality, a good fit, who, who, who has – good people skills, and they don't have to have a lot of experience because that's very trainable. Um, A guy who's a veteran, man, there are some veterans who've come to Spaceland who've been a a gift. They've been wonderful. Dan Lane was a workhorse for years. There's people who show up and and they're great to have. Um, uh, Erin was a veteran when she showed up, but also the noobs, having them show up, that work ethic, that, that, uh, that willingness to learn, that willingness to push. If you're a new guy and gal, I think it's a ripe time for you to go out and get ratings and start working in the sport. Katie Manlow's prime example of someone with a
1: new-ish rating who's doing an incredible job.
2: That's a special lady.
1: Nick Reyes was also on that list of people who I saw uh, look like a rock star instructor basically right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Do you think that's... uh, a personality thing or is that just a general like some people pick things up faster than others i, I or? think it's
1: both for, for nick specifically yeah he's a natural at a lot of things he's mm-hmm. just a naturally gifted and coordinated and talented person mm-hmm. and he's just uh extremely laid back so i doubt that he experiences the uh nerves that some people experience when they're uh, walking the first time in those shoes
2: yeah absolutely
1: so yeah he's just a great great combo
2: yeah i, I think it's a good point you need the uh you may not need but having uh, the right personality and the right skill set seem to be two different things but they seem to be sort of required in that situation of course you can work up to that but people who naturally have a, a good personality and pick up on the skills really quickly i can certainly see how they would just take take to it immediately
1: you've made a whole lot of instructors who stands out in your mind
0: uh in what way kdp was the name you said that dude do-
1: Oh, I said Katie Van Lowe.
0: Oh, Katie Van Uh Katie P., I don't know why I heard Katie P. when you said that. She, uh, she showed up with the minimal experience to take an AFF course, and people who show up at that point usually struggle at best. Um, they're successful sometimes, but it's really hard to get that rating with the minimal requirements. She also, at like 25 jumps, said, what do I need to do to be an AFF instructor one day? And we're like, you need to be doing four-way or smaller belly jumps. You need to be focused on group flying skills in four ways and three ways. Um, explained why, and that's what she did. She did the occasional goof-off jump. but She did everything she was told to do to become an instructor, and she crushed the course, dude. That bitch is badass.
2: She is a bad bitch. She and is. a goofball. I love her. Yeah. Did you? She taught me how to skydive. Do you guys know that? I did it in a week with her.
1: I did not know that.
2: Yeah? I don't know. a fun fact.
1: Man, what a crazy... S- <laughs> immersion I'm into friend, the sport I'm in a-, a week yeah. with kdp
2: it was a it was a really good i time. bet it was awesome <laughs> i very much enjoyed it
1: <laughs> i mean it doesn't surprise me that you stuck around i'll say that
2: yeah it definitely uh put a, a very good impression of spaceland in in my mind and that's that's what brought me back pretty much a full year later been here ever since baby don't <laughs> sure. leave wait where are you i'm from? not planning on it i'm from michigan originally oh, shit. i was traveling around a little bit before that
4: We've done yeah.
0: this before. What part of Michigan?
2: Grand Rapids, West Side. West Side. Yeah. Is
0: that like in the Middle West?
2: Yeah, like the Middle West of the state. Like,
0: yep. I say make a mitten. I'll be good with that.
2: Uh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it is. So it is, it's, man. It's, uh, but every time I do it, I'm still insecure because I don't know what side the thumb should be on at first, and I would feel like such an idiot if I mess that up because, like, it's my home state. I should know where the the thumb of the mitten is. Uh-huh. But like flipping it around to someone else, I have to like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, that's where the thumb goes. I
0: see you do this.
2: See, you just figured that out in what five minutes? Not even no. five <laughs> seconds, and it's taken me <laughs> my
3: <laughs> entire life. Yeah.
4: No,
0: I've been using that for a long time. Okay. My nice. grandmother lives in Michigan, and oh, I okay. would say that she lives right about here. Hey, very nice. So, okay. um, uh, not Sturgis. She used to live in Sturgis. Now she lives in Colon, Michigan.
2: Mm. Okay. So, okay. Right Colon. Oh, right about sad. just like right yeah. about there for That's the people. A sad at home. name. It it
0: really <laughs> is a very unfortunate name. So, it's kind of kind of uh yeah, but it
2: kind of ties in the whole show, don't you think? <laughs> it's shitty doesn't. it? It's shitty. <laughs>
0: it's a shitty place to live.
2: They should cast
1: it in bronze
0: for all of eternity. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> they put it in a ring <laughs> Ring thing. Could you imagine getting punched by that ring? The imprint that ring would leave. Only a real
1: asshole would do that.
3: Too. It honestly looks like, like a lily one. pad. <coughs> it looked like a, a lily pad it's that was art. folded up. <laughs>
1: I'm sad that the viewers
2: won't get to see.
3: They're Googling it right now. They're they all Googling. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: have all the words they need.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a
1: that was a that was a good conversation. T- tell me about uh, preparing for a tandem rating course. If I can trouble your work question with another work question, uh, seems like the tandem course specifically is one that people come unprepared for, as far as they didn't check off their prerequisites before they showed up for the course.
4: Yeah.
0: So I want to be a tandem instructor. What do I got to do? Um, have a coach rating first. <clears throat> we'll leave that just at that. If that's okay, it's all right if it's expired. Yes, it is. Great. You, you have to hold or have held technical term. So expired is good. Um, you have to have an FAA class three medical if you're going to work for hire in the U.S. Um, you can not have a foreign equivalent if you're not going to work in the U.S. Um, I say that because there are Americans who go to Canada, get a Canadian medical, and come back and try to get a tandem rating in America, and you can't legally do that. Um, you can't do tandem, so you need an FAA medical for the U.S. You got to take... Some tests. They are uh, one test is pretty easy, multiple guess. The other test is very uh, thorough. 115 questions written out. Um, I think you've seen this test at some point. Uh,
1: I I don't know that I've actually laid my eyes on the test. I know the uh, existence of these two tests, but I don't believe that I've read either one of them.
0: Man, um, if you take the sigma, it's a UPT sigma test you have to write out all of the answers. I recommend uh, typing out all the answers because you're going to skip number 14. I'm making up numbers. You're going to skip number 14 because you can't find it anywhere in the fucking manual. And then you'll be on number like 38 and you'll find the answer for number 14. You're like, oh, let me go fill that back in and you need twice as much space as you save. You might change answers after you get 20 questions later and the answers come and go in length um it is uh in my opinion like the, the answers don't belong aren't always in the book where i think they would be and they're logically not easy to find um but if you do that test right you will understand that manual and you will understand uh the basic components and functions of the rig a lot of people half fast through it and yeah you you can pass that way but you make your life a lot easier if you actually t- uh, study a test take two three days on it <clears throat> a couple hours here a couple hours there um, here's the hard part. You have to uh, do two first jump courses, assist in two first jump courses. That has to be in the last 12 months. You have to help train uh, a couple of different tandems. You have to help train a couple of different students. I'm not going to quote those off the top of my head because uh, recently those uh, exact things have changed, and I don't want to misquote myself.
2: So,
1: what what um, Sitting in in ground school and teaching something in ground school is uh, different. Mm-hmm. So let's say that I'm going to sit in on a, on a ground school... I'm showing up for at Skydive Space Land Sunday morning, 8 a.m. ground school. What uh, When I show up for the instructor who's teaching the class, uh, how, how I need to make my intentions known of, hey, I'm trying to fill this out for the tandem card. Can you give me a couple sections to teach?
0: Uh, so don't always expect to teach. Uh, first of all, as a coach, you can teach general uh, portions, but not every DZ will allow you to do that. Uh, SpaceLand uh, has the staff where we can afford to to hold a little bit higher standard and ensure only instructors teach the course. Um, so they don't let that happen. You have to assist in teaching the course. So I'll have you stand up and be a Vanna White at times when I'm trying to demonstrate or show something. Um, when we're training through processes, you might help me explain that process. Um, while I'm supervising students doing repetitions, you might supervise some of the students as I supervise other ones. Um, so you're going to train hand in hand, uh, more than anything else. Um, Unfortunately, some instructors will simply just have you sit there and watch them the entire course and you observe, and that's not really the way it was intended to be. Um, If you go and expect to have uh, a better experience, don't force it on that instructor because, I mean, you're right, you should be helping, but you can't force it. Just go find another instructor and assist another instructor and... And do that until you get that experience. It'll benefit you. I right? forget anything else, forget right or wrong. It'd benefit you and in the long run, your students will be better for it. So um, does that answer that question? That's
3: a
1: great answer. That's I was almost like family you know, family feud. Good answer. Good, you good know, answer. Number one cheers. Good answer. I know right. They're super <laughs> excited about
3: it. I have a question. Yeah. Um what is the skydiving medical? What is is that part like, an FAA medical? Yeah. Do you teach that at the D Z?
0: So, uh, there's the medical we're talking about for a tandem or mm-hmm. the medical for a jumper in general
3: for the tandem. Yeah. One of their, requirements. Um,
0: the FAA medical is, uh, a medical pilots get student pilots and pilots get, mm-hmm. uh, there's uh, class one, class two, class three, the lowest being a three, mm-hmm. a three is what you need to be a private pilot. If I wanted to own my own little Cessna and fly around, I would get a class three medical mm-hmm. to get a tandem rating. USPA and UPT require a class three medical. Um, the FAA does not require a Class 3 medical. They say follow your guidelines of your Eight uh, your government agency or your, your governing body, USPA, mm-hmm. and the manufacturer. So.
3: Oh, okay. But is that taught at DZ's or do you have to go to a no. special course? or? Uh,
0: so it's just a medical. It's a very basic medical. Uh, they check you for colorblindness. They check you for diabetes. They check you for a few things, but oh. literally, you got to stare at
1: a bunch of uh, colored pictures to make sure you're not colorblind. You look at a bunch of tiny little letters, you pee in a cup, hmm. and you answer oh, some basic I questions. I see. So
3: it's a physical. It's yeah, yeah. Not it's a physical.
1: Oh. Like yeah. a good time.
4: Yeah,
0: they check your pulse, <laughs> they check your heartbeat, they check your breathing. It's very finger at the butt. Um, yeah.
3: Okay, so I was yeah. thinking that I didn't like get the, you, <laughs> uh, you didn't get did you not? not?
0: No, no finger in the bum. Um, mm. no, I've got no bum touching whatsoever. I've had medicals for years, and I've had one doctor. He was no, no, about not like finger a, bum. Of orange, uh, not or some some like
2: <laughs> Tangerine, <laughs>
0: tangerine. Yeah, you, yeah. You missed a tangerine of a butt. So, um, did your doctor sense. make you turn it cough? so it's part of the medical turn and cough i've had one ame which is the air Air, airman medical examiner um is aviation medical examiner is the doctor who's rated to do this Mm -hmm. and one of all my medicals made me do that and i i asked him i'm like hey doc no problem i'll have to do this i'm curious because i've heard over years some doctors doing some not and honestly you're the first one he's like not a big deal man he quoted where it was at he goes i get why most people don't do it i think it's silly but I just follow the the rules. I'll, I'll show you. I'm like, no, he, I didn't make him show me. He seemed to be a pretty legit dude.
3: I gotcha. I know. thought it was like a certificate where like you'd be able to assist some if if there was a medical emergency mm-hmm. that you would have that rating. Like a first
0: whatever. aid and CPR training?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Gotcha. Okay gotcha. so yeah it's just like a physical.
0: No if somebody okay. passes out under canopy or somebody mm-hmm. heart has a heart attack my job is to land them safely as close to help as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is my only responsibility I can't do anything else. Yeah. Um, I, if I try to do anything else I might kill us. Right? I had a, st- a, a student on the front of me who I thought was having a heart attack and I still wonder to this day if he did not have a heart attack. Jeez. Um, the way he was reacting the way he was uh, non-responsive just everything was not right. Um, I spent a little too much time fucking with him and not facing the wrong way. When I realized that I faced into the wind and I landed off the DZ in a clear open field, they were able to drive this truck straight straight through the clear open field that I landed in from the DZ. So it was barely off. Um, they were there when I landed. Very fortunate they were watching because I should have landed him mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, right, but,
3: but you were concerned about his health. Yeah, but there's <coughs> nothing
0: you really can do as a tan as a TAM instructor. Yeah. So um, you have to have that medical. Um, what was that? You had other question.
1: Yeah, I think we were just going through the prerequisites. We got the mm-hmm. medical. We got uh, five hundred. You didn't mention five hundred ram air jumps, but I know that that one's on there.
2: <laughs> Three <laughs> years in the sport as well for tandem. Three years right? in the sport. Does that apply to AFF as well, or is that just no. a tandem thing? Tandem. Mm, I see.
4: Yeah.
2: And mm. the ground schools training some students,
1: training some tandems, and those numbers have changed recently.
2: Do you know how the, the colorblindness on the medical affects the the tandem rating? Like if you're completely colorblind, can you not be a tandem instructor or is it?
0: Uh tell your AME that you're getting a tandem rating. They'll give you a restricted medical for tandems. I see. It's, it's a no brainer. Okay. Um, yeah. I've seen multiple. For a while it was a mm-hmm. question, but it's at this point it's like, yeah, I no, just tell them. Yeah. I've never seen I it. I tonight. know
1: for sure someone who's colorblind and tandem instructor. Yeah. Would you not I be think able I know to do
3: certain jumps at certain times of the day because of the lighting? Or nope. No. It's mm. just they need to know. It's just uh, a need to know thing.
0: When you're flying planes, you're using red and green lights a lot. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so you need to, in our case, And
3: red and green is the most commonly colorblindness. Really? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know mm.
1: green is a really common one. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> when you're colorblind, red, green, it's usually together. Hmm
2: did not know that fun fact confusing stoplights yeah very. I, exactly. I go on the top light and I stop do at the bottom one do I stay one. or do, do I go now <laughs> right is that it's, how it works do you remember which ones? I think red is on top and green is on bottom
3: or it's like the darker gray or brown <laughs> is the red
2: I go on gray and I stop on gray yeah what do you do with the <laughs> uh, uh, sideways mounted stop stoplight? yeah yeah or, or is it flashing yellow or is it flashing red? Mm. Who knows? Oh, shit. I guess you just judge what other people it's are doing. It's going to mess somebody's I day know, up. It is.
3: just totally mess me up. Yeah, one of my exes was in art school. One of my exes was colorblind green and red. And he was like, I never paint in green. I was like, Yeah, you're right. I've never seen you paint in green. And he just said it was a different shade of brown. He knew it was green because it was a certain shade of brown.
2: It sounds that's, just like green that's so <laughs> wild i wonder how he imagines green like if you've never seen green isn't that
3: he, wild yeah. like his whole like <laughs> if you just go outside everything's
1: Mm-hmm. Were you a fan of the show Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry I've, David? I've heard of it, but I haven't. Oh, really man, I think it. you would really like it. Just yeah, knowing I, you and your humor, I think you'd really like okay. it. Okay, is it on Netflix?
2: Or in, I'll check it out. It's it, a Curb show. Your Enthusiasm.
1: Y- yeah, it, used to, it was an HBO series, so okay. uh, I'm not sure where it's ended up. Mm-hmm.
3: It's really wacky. I'll see but if I can find it.
1: Larry David is the star of the show. He was a co-creator of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is kind of like the uh, character basis for George Costanza, so you can Im- imagine... Uh, He's an idiot. He does a lot of dumb, <laughs> dumb things. But well, the reason I brought it up, he's trying to describe to a blind man what red is. Uh huh. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. You, How do you do, just you can't you get, do that. It's you hard do talking to a blind guy. You got no references. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he it says.
2: It's yeah. so true. It's wild. I mean, try to think of a color that doesn't I mean, exist <laughs> to you. How did, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like yeah. warm. Uh huh. You know.
3: It's
1: like I know what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah. What color is hot? If you've never seen red, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is just a hot.
3: But that go, goes into how everyone perceives color differently. And this I know because I'm in the graphic design art industry. Mm-hmm. And there's so much discussion with reds, teals, green. You know, the, the, I mean, a teal could be a aquamarine or a whatever, like, There's so many things. Maroon could be kind of brownish, could be kind of reddish. Like Mm. Everyone, I think, perceives the world a little bit differently, right?
1: And how do I know that when you see maroon and I see maroon
2: that we actually see the same
3: thing? Exactly. No way to know. It's wild. Mm
2: -hmm. I don't like it. I like it, but I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Why? I mean, <laughs> All like, this talk
1: about colors
2: are making me uncomfortable. You're telling me my I brown is cold. your red. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I like my world, and that's it. <laughs> right.
3: And you should see my world exactly like I see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's great.
1: So your first year as a working skydiver. Yeah. How's it been? Sure.
2: It's been? It's been a lot of fun. It's been... Um, Challenging in certain ways that I didn't expect it, but it's also been a, a super good time. You know, you shoot a really good video. Thank and you. you were, I, ve- I very much appreciate that comment. When
1: you. you were learning,
2: you had some struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: like, um, I, I guess I'm trying. I'm struggling to remember what specifically you struggled with. Mm-hmm. It seemed like framing was maybe a thing. Yeah. Staying parked in your slot was maybe a thing. A little bit, yeah. So, um, h- how did you start to change some of that stuff?
2: By it, uh, w- some of it is just repetition, um, but a lot of it for me was just not being so stubborn because I was coming off of the jump package and, and I was very current as far as flying was concerned, but I wasn't used to always having to have my, have my head in a certain spot and, and being able to uh, keep things in frame was difficult because I, I want to get to a certain point on a jump and I'm used to just giving whatever input is necessary to get there without thinking about where my head is, if, if that makes sense. So that was a really big hurdle for me on on those work jumps where you're constantly thinking about the framing. And especially in the beginning, you're constantly using that site. And then instead of focusing on just what I was doing and the inputs that I was giving to to fly my slot, I was thinking too much about the framing or, you know, it would the scales would, would change. I would think too much about the flying and, and not about the framing or too much about the framing and not enough about the flying. So it just took a lot of repetition to... Um, Really feel both of those things out at the same time, and and just the pressure because like shooting a, like a, a paid video, like someone has paid a lot of money for me to be there and to give them a, a certain experience. So I put a lot of pressure on myself right from right from the get go to to give that person what two hundred dollars worth of, of a product, you know. So I think some of that pressure also also played into that progression.
1: Well, was there anything that was? Uh that you didn't expect to find that you found as you started shooting video. Is there anything that that uh, surprised you? Mm, I like don't know. maybe the I'm always surprised by the pace. Yeah. Of a Saturday when we haven't had a busy Saturday
2: for a while. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, we really do grind this out. I think Have you had any of those. I was sort of expecting the pace actually, just because I I was pretty You've close packed with at that pace. I've packed at that pace, and I've also had a couple of good friends who are videographers. Blake, for example, he and I were pretty close, and. I would just see him on, on busy days working his ass off, and I knew at that point that I wanted to fly video, so I sort of mentally prepared for that. Um, yeah, I, as far as surprises go, nothing really, really jumped out at me besides just how difficult it was to think about framing and flying at the same time, and also reading the the bodies and, and the the tandem instructors themselves, especially on exits and stuff, like seeing them and another person the 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 passenger is doing one thing and ti is doing another and i don't know who to look at to see where it's going or how it's falling or anything like that so that certainly caught me off guard and uh, just recently I've, i've noticed how much fall rate does change on those jumps as well like if the instructor has their legs down or let arms out or or whatever or if uh if it's a particularly slow jump and now we're at the bottom end of the skydive and the instructor is helping the student pull the parachute and they're no longer helping with fall rate, you can feel it just start slowing back down again. So that that certainly caught me caught me off guard as well. But yeah, I guess it was just a, a bunch of little things like that that I couldn't really anticipate. You know, you just have to learn as you go.
1: It's a great list. That's a great list of stuff. I appreciate it. Someone, yeah, been, if someone's
2: listening to this thinking
1: they want to be a videographer in the future, I hope, I hope they're taking some
2: notes. Yeah for sure it's i i i certainly underestimated it like going into it i was like yeah okay i'm not super super current on my belly but i've I've got a little bit of free but everyone experience. can do belly jumps well yeah you know <laughs> i feel i feel comfortable enough on my belly to get out there and fly with some tandems but man it's it's different it's different and it's scary because you don't want to hit some poor innocent tandem student or you know the pressure like i was saying you don't want to mess up somebody's video so it's definitely a different style of flying it's
1: different right it's it's so hard for me to nail down what's different about it mm-hmm. like i feel like if you're really good at uh shooting tandem video that it's much easier for you to be in your slot on a random belly jump mm-hmm. but i feel like even if you're good at being in your slot on a random belly jump you might not have the the skill set to go and chase a tandem definitely and so
2: i don't know why it doesn't really go go back and forth the same way yeah maybe it could be where your slot should be as a videographer kind of being below because i know like you and i for example we've done jumps together where there's a belly component (laughs) and i'm always way down there both
1: trying to race to that videographer slot exactly
2: like we're just trying to get below because that's what my slot is now when i'm on my belly so so i'm that could play a a factor because when you're doing you know normal normal belly jumps it's more you know head level um yeah, that can could, that could certainly be a factor, if if I'm guessing. What's the the biggest mistake you've made as a videographer so far? Ooh, I don't know. Um, when I was shooting specs, for sure not wearing enough drag, I sunk out on a on a jump with Aaron. So, so any, anyone
1: who's not keen to the lingo, a spec is a speculative video yeah. sale. Mm-hmm. So that's just the word that we use when someone's uh, not paid for video, but you're going to go and chase them as mm-hmm. though they did pay for video. So it's a spec jump.
2: Mm-hmm. But once I got the whole drag thing figured out, just, uh, you know, misreading counts because every TI is a little bit different, you know. And as a new videographer, you're freaking out anyways because you don't want a drogue in the face. (laughs) So for all of our tandem instructor friends out there who want to be a a better tandem instructor teammate, what does a good count look like to you? Anything with eye contact. Like, eye contact is a great place to start because if I'm hanging on the plane and you look at me and I see you see me, like, it feels like a team effort at that point. (laughs) Even if the person in front is freaking out, I acknowledge that you acknowledge that whatever but like as as long as that good eye contact is there that's that's the major first step for me and then like a little you can rock with your body you can do something with your hand if you want to like the old out and out or I think you told me this early on like when a TI says it out loud like when they're looking at you and One, they mouth two. like ready set go like that helps out a lot too because you can just see their process and you can tell that they're really paying attention to the count so all all those things certainly help out but the eye contact thing is is by far the biggest thing cuz like if i know you see me sweet we're at, we're we're a team we're doing this you know
0: i mean i'd also ask for consistency it's been a Con- long yeah. long time since such a tandem video yeah but consistency goes a long way i said and done i think nick you're well past watching account ever it's i watch parts of the body when they move in the right direction that's when things are going to happen mm-hmm. But, man, consistency with your count. If you give a consistently shitty count, I at least recognize it coming out that way. <laughs> yeah. As long as really? you're consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that would be a huge help.
1: Yeah, as long as the same person does pretty much the same thing every time, mm-hmm. it, you learn how to, how to read it pretty good. Yeah, you know?
2: and, and consistency with fall rate, too, because that is, is mm-hmm. certainly a thing, you know. they're mm-hmm. And we, with new instructors, you know, they... They're f- still figuring things out, and that's totally fine, you know, but sometimes, uh, you know, if you get an instructor who's just partying the whole time, that's great, and I think they should have fun on those work jumps, but as a videographer, it just changes the fall rate, so you're working a little harder. It's
1: funny, there's one instructor who I will not throw under the bus, but someone who comes immediately to mind, mm-hmm. who do- doesn't work with us anymore, but was always, I knew when he threw his hands out into the wind with those, yeah. with throwing the the horns up. Yeah. His arms and legs would extend at the same time. he yeah. would. He would throw his hands out with such enthusiasm that his legs would also extend. Yeah, and I was so ready to slam <laughs> on the
2: brakes every every single time. For sure, yeah. And that that's the thing. It's like I don't want you to not have fun on this jump, but it's mm-hmm. just you, you gotta you gotta be ready for it as a videographer, I guess, because it, it changes fall rate quite a bit.
1: So, do you have interest in uh, other working skydives now that you've been working as a videographer?
2: Maybe. Um, An AFF rating seems like it could be very rewarding, but I've just been kind of cautious about it. Um, I'm trying to keep skydiving as fun as possible. Not to say that those ratings would not be fun. I'm just, I'm very slow to uh, dip my feet into the pool, I guess. Because, I don't know, I like focusing on on fun jumping and, and keeping things simple. And being a videographer, I can still, you know, afford to have a pretty simple life but also do the thing that I love to do which is fun jump and, and fly video so okay. I, I'm happy as far as that's concerned but I'm certainly interested in the ratings so we'll we'll see how the how the year progresses
0: I'm really curious to where your career goes because there is a class of working jumper named Tex and Alethea and people like that fly for life. Mm. Um, and then there are hybrids. The hybrids are the least of them all. And they're the ones who do a little bit in the working world and a little bit in the coaching world. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been curious because I know your goal and balance of keeping it fun.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: That ability to be able to coach regularly and and, and mm-hmm. I mean, man. Spaceland is ripe for a regular, uh, um, 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 what's that stupid called? Resident coach, man. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's around all the time, who's available all the time for good free fly coaching, belly for coaching, sure. whatever. Um, and I'm just curious to what mix you end up taking. Sorry, for Nick. Sure. Nick's going to punch me for even <laughs> suggesting you don't work all the time. Well, <laughs> I know you won't, but. No, and
2: I, I have done a tiny little bit of free fly coaching on the side, but I wouldn't even call that... It's hardly a part-time gig. It's just a couple of people here and there, and it's mainly geared towards someone who has never been on a free-fly jump because I'm not pretending to be some high-level organizer or someone who's going to organize at, at boogies or anything, but I am someone who's been on the drop zone for a couple of years pretty much every day, and I I know how to safely get someone on a, a free-fly jump and and to teach them how to, how to make good decisions and just to know how to load the airplane and just all the basics that make you a safe person so you're not scaring everybody when you go out as a a solo free fly like i can be the, the person to bridge that gap you know so i am trying to help out a little bit in that aspect do either of you guys or all all three of you know anything about speed skydiving I, you go real fast. And go I, real fast. Go real fast. Sounds about right. Yeah. Other than that, that's that's pretty much my knowledge.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds right. Oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the the
1: discipline is is basically that that you're trying to maintain the highest average speed. They have it in a. This is all in meters, so the numbers didn't stick in my in my brain. But there's a a window that you're trying to go the fastest three second average within this altitude window
2: didn't realize it was that exact i always thought it was just max speed so whoever hits the highest kilometers per hour meters per second or however they measure it is the winner
1: yeah it's a it's not (laughs) just the the top speed it's uh, an an average sustained (laughs) speed through a certain lc window i could i could see that being more so so like
3: above average
1: so uh average let's see average belly jump 120 miles an hour average Mm. free fly jump 160 160 180
3: so more than one eighty.
1: How how fast do you think these guys are going? I don't
3: know, two hundred.
2: maybe someone even like maybe not average, but I could see someone going three hundred miles per hour if they're really if they're really putting the beans on. That's about right. Really full, full, the, full beans. People full, are hitting around that beans. speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think seriously,
1: just over f- I think five hundred and eleven kilometers an hour or Damn. something like that is is the number that I saw.
2: That's a lot of beans.
1: Solid beans, salt beans, salt a that's,
2: a, that's a beans <laughs> with, with a side of beans. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is it every kind of beans, too. We're not just talking black beans. That's <laughs> baked beans. Pinto. Pinto. Baked. Refried. Get some refried beans. So 300 miles per hour. No, 500. 300,
3: 300 miles, 300, 500, 300
2: 500 yeah. kilometers yeah. an hour. And,
0: and, that, and just that's over 300.
2: 300. sort of sustained because it's an average over how three seconds, you said? Five seconds?
1: Yeah, the, I think they're going... Uh, they're trying to gradually accelerate mm-hmm. and gradually decelerate at the end of the jump. Yeah. So it's not just, uh, like, just like a sprinter running a race. They're working up to their top speed. Yep. And then sustaining that top speed, and then depending on how long the race is, you might sustain that speed for longer or shorter. Uh-huh. But the 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 sequence of slowing down, it's like. I have a hard time believing that it takes them as long to slow down as as uh is described in uh some of the stuff that i've read mm-hmm. but uh i guess with have you ever like blown past a, a belly formation like as a diver like just a little thought yeah. you were about to be slow down and be right on level with it and then you're really really fighting to slow down and and not sail past it yeah
2: i've certainly had to like really put on the brakes and like it wasn't enough so mm-hmm. i yeah i could I, I i know that feeling so if that would dive
1: before was twice as fast as it normally is yeah mm-hmm. I, can, I can imagine uh, it taking more time to slow down than yeah the yeah you know the visual of someone corking out of a skydive it looks like they slow down really
2: fast mm-hmm. but um but yeah I
1: can imagine it taking a little, a little bit more it, time I can
2: I can imagine like with all the momentum that they build up and the fact that you probably just don't want to pull out of that you kind of want to you, you probably do want to gradually slow down after going that fast because I imagine it would be pretty pretty traumatic if you're going 300 miles per hour and then you just belly out <laughs>
1: yeah the uh, the article I read said uh, shoulder dislocations and even finger dislocations have happened Wow what I do could, you I shoulder
2: for?
0: Say it again. Why are you looking into speed skydiving?
1: Kyle Lopreze, do you know him? Mm -hmm. He showed up recently and is training speed skydiving. Mm -hmm. And to me, this sounded like a solo free flyer. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And so there's a question of where this person should uh, be in the exit order. Mm -hmm. And uh, this uh, ended in a few conversations and a uh, phone call, Randy Connell. I know that you remember Randy. Randy... uh, said that he wouldn't take credit for this, but that some people would give him credit for bringing this discipline to the U.S. And he's a guy that's uh, built for speed, if you know him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we had a really good conversation about it, and he uh, he recommended that article. And then I had a couple conversations with Tex and with Monfi, and they've both traveled to places where speed skydiving is kind of a Europe. um, um, uh, yeah, a European thing. Mm-hmm. And so the, there was some, some good information there. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a really unique thing, just like, uh, you know, like angle flying was a new and unique thing that presented some uh, some challenges and some adaptations. And uh, speed skydiving is just like that.
0: It's been around for a really long time in the U.S. Um, or in, in the world in general. It's just not been very popular in the U.S. until uh it's still not really popular but comparatively uh until the last maybe uh 10 years um hmm. it, it's uh yeah so where do you put them that's what i was wondering yeah that
2: was that was my question where well, is where do they hey
0: I, my my socks match your hat son of a bitch look S- at that
2: what would you call would you call that color
0: uh salmon yeah right? you know why Salty i call it salmon, salmon? Yeah. yeah
1: that's what that was in my head yeah you Me know too. why i
0: call it salmon
3: although yours your socks look like a Topographical map because they
0: supposed to be pieces of salmon. I love squiggly socks. Mm. Here are my sushi socks, <laughs> son of a bitch. Bye monkey nuts. So,
1: so, this person is very likely to move around unintentionally. Yeah,
0: that was that was also <laughs> my it's next just question. Head
3: down, right? It's just they're, like, they're head down going
1: real fast. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: so I just watched a little video and yeah, I was just head down. Just
1: it's the, they're almost it. on a, a little bit of full a beam. belly angle, beams. head down. All the
3: be-
4: and then yeah,
1: what? and that's the thing. Like Al- almost a little bit of a belly angle, mm-hmm. so they're uh, not uh, not totally straight down, but not moving on purpose. Mm-hmm. But the thing that uh, they're all using fly site data or ProTracks uh, things like that to, to actually track their speed, mm-hmm. and so they have a pretty good idea of what does and, and doesn't work. And what doesn't work if you're trying to go fast is having any part of your back into the wind. Mm. Because the, of your rig. The rig and the, the, the yoke on the rig as it sees the wind is a is a break immediately. So mm-hmm. belly's better. So, they're, yeah, so I, I don't think the goal is to be on your belly, but the goal is to not be on your back, mm-hmm. which just ends up with some of them being on their belly. I see. And so um, having them out uh, first... If it is indeed someone who is trained in the discipline and have the skill set that they claim to have, that's where someone properly doing that should be getting out. That makes sense. But it relies on them to, just like uh, someone who fills out a tracking sheet, it relies on them to have a lot of information about what else is going on uh, with with the airplane and what else is on the load. Because if they're doing 300 miles an hour, they might open 30 to 45 seconds sooner than the next group. Especially if that group's a big way belly group that has a much slower free fall rate and maybe a longer climb out. So you've got 45 seconds of flying a parachute by yourself before the next group opens, which is uh, insane to think about how much time that is. Mm -hmm. So being aware of uh, being out on the green light in a very timely manner is important.
3: And then if you're running two planes, maybe not.
1: So uh, I would worry less about that in general but it's still a really good concern um, with uh, the depending on what's on the uh, on the load we might have between a three and four minute go around time for if there's been another plane like let's just say the the caravan just dropped tandems where it's going to be at least four minutes before the uh, otter goes but if that uh, speeder they call them speeders isn't that great? That's Do adorable. They? Speeder? Yeah, I don't know. That's, nice. what, that's what Randy started saying.
2: Do you have to be a speed sky driver to call another speed sky driver a, a, a speeder? Or the or can, can anybody that call that them word? a speeder? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, like if you're just a new... It's dude. a legit
2: question. I don't know. Maybe I just... Uh, maybe it's
1: a club may, thing. Maybe I slurred some. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe if the speeder was on that uh, otter load, yeah, that could be a, be a cause for concern.
3: Because he would just be too fast. Just, you're, too getting fast. That, you're getting down there too fast.
2: Do do mm-hmm. they have any prerequisites for someone who is practicing speed skydiving? Like, do you have to have some experience with movement jumps, and you know how to navigate, and you understand the line of flight enough to, to go out and do that by yourself, or is that yes. sort of in the works? Okay, all of those. That's that's good that I like. I like hearing that. You
1: need to be a proficient head down flyer. Okay, I asked uh, uh, Randy a similar question of like, hey, when mm. when do I bump someone from being a solo free flyer? To uh, who's going to get out and because free fall drift is still a thing and um wh- where do i where at what point do we let that solo free flyer say hey i'm the guy at the at the front of the plane now mm-hmm. and it's all all of those things uh coupled with they should have fly site data that's showing what sort of speed they're actually doing because if it's like hey if it's your first day <laughs> like uh you don't. You don't need to be up there. You're, you're working your your way through those uh, through those speeds. Mm-hmm. So uh, flyside data that's uh, going to show their their speed that they're maintaining a constant heading so that they have awareness of uh, that they you know that they're facing the right direction just in case they are moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was Randy's number within 20 degrees of vertical. Okay. So that if someone thinks they're doing it and they're just backtracking the entire time, then uh, they're obviously not going to build up that
2: uh, that speed. Yeah, that's a very good point. I wouldn't have thought about it in like degree of access or anything, but yeah, that I, that all sounds like super super good prerequisites. It's good that that stuff already exists, right? And they don't have to like write the book already. Yeah,
1: I mean, so, some people have been working on it, but it yeah. was it was definitely a new thing for me, new thing on my radar. Yeah, because um, to me, it sounds like a to me, it sounded like a solo free fly jump until someone explained to me what else was going on. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, it's interesting, and uh, Kyle is expected to do pretty well. He's competing at Worlds mm-hmm. in uh, disciplines, so uh, mm-hmm.
2: all the beans. Yeah, all the beans. If you uh-huh. think you have a lot of beans, bring more.
0: I'm super curious to the qualifications, and I, I say that because I know people on large country... L- countries with large skydiving scenes and they're on the U, on the uh, national uh, team for speed skydiving and I'm looking at him, going like, dude, there's no way I've seen you skydive, you have these abilities. You just happen to be one of the five people who are willing to do it in your country. So if somebody shows up and still says that they're a, a, a team member of whatever federation they, they jump in, I deal with a lot of speed skydivers in a few different countries and I see some of the skill sets out there and I'm like, Dude, I think I could go actually compete, man. It's like the Special Olympics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I mean it is uh, odd. I mean it seems like it yeah. might uh it's a hard skill set to test, right? It is like mm-hmm. uh, other than against the mm. the data you're getting from an altimeter, like what, what else are you doing with that thing? Mm-hmm You know? It's just a, it's a weird thing. Like I I think of how uh boring solo free fly jumps have become. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, I, maybe because you're so focused on, you know, on the speed and on the, you know, you must get some sort of speed wobble going on. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe you're so focused on, on the feel of things that maybe it doesn't have that, that same boredom that I'm imagining. Mm -hmm. But, um, man, like if you put that person, let's say you put two of them out together, what sort of a skydive could, could they stay proximal to one another through the entire jump? Man, that sounds pretty terrifying. Hopefully they're on the same page (laughs) because
2: that's that's a lot of speed to be dealing
1: with. So what do you do with uh, two of those guys on the same load? I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, that's also a very good question. I did not consider
1: that. But I think um, if someone wants to uh, be that first person out of the airplane, I think that they should uh, absolutely have to display some sort of uh, proficient... Proficiency in head down flying and uh, and angle flying. Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, if we go on a two way together and you can't beat me, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> if you're not faster than me, you're not you you're not you're not playing.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. I was absolutely.
0: curious. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, Buddy Luigi is. I thought did speed skydiving a long time ago. I thought he was back at it. So, uh, three hundred and forty some miles an hour. I think yep. is the current record. Wow, three hundred and forty two. If I, I, but man. I would imagine that
2: would would feel pretty cool because I like going on fast jumps. I do like the sensations of all that stuff. Fast is fun. Yeah, fast is fun. So I imagine it would feel pretty cool and and it's got to be a a hyper-focused body position at that point because you are going so fast and any input is going to have a lot of output. So I I could see that being kind of fun. I wonder what the free fall time is on a jump like that. From from thirteen grand, yeah, how many you, seconds of freefall do you get? And do you know like when that window starts when they when they begin slowing down?
0: The window of measurements twenty seven hundred to seventeen hundred meters. Okay, I looked it up while we were talking. That not I don't remember that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and there was a Guinness World Record thing that I saw.
0: <coughs> um, so you would be amazed at, and I, I wish I could remember the number right now, but you take the tandem test and one of the questions is how long does it take to decelerate from tandem terminal to uh drogue fall? And the number that is, is substantial, it's just a lot longer than I would have guessed and would have thought when I first read it. And I regularly have candidates guess it wrong. So, uh, I just kind of guess. I'm like, cool. We'll find it in the book. Here it is. And the number is constantly shocking people. So I wouldn't be shocked. It takes a while to decelerate part of, like you said, the transition out is probably a smart transition, but, uh, i'd also wonder man so much so quickly the transition out goes from barely a movement skydive to a huge movement because at You're those speeds also horizontal, horizontal now along across the fucking planet yeah yeah
2: slingshot engaged <laughs>
0: yeah man, I pit oh my God, I see my face on fire. It feel good. <laughs> although when
3: I like going fast, I like going fast with friends. so I feel like the the speed di- mm-hmm. speed skydiving is just a very so uh, solo thing
2: mm-hmm. it's about the the data mm-hmm. at that point, yeah. I guess the same with like don't they still do you know wingsuit competitions where performance, performance wingsuit flying Just where so it is fast. about hitting a window at a certain speed and all that stuff? So mm-hmm. I could see how that would be. Remember Luke satisfying. Rogers
0: landing every load, pulling out his computer, <laughs> fly sight data, yeah. back yeah. up, man. That boy was focused. Man, he turned it on. He, he I is, mean, he did it. He's doing it. He's yeah. still doing it. He is uh, one of the top three in. Uh, he competes back and forth for the top two in Australia, him and Chris Haynes. Then Jason Dunworth, I forget the Jason's <laughs> last name, the dunkskin. Um, So yeah, no, Luke is killing it. He's crushing it. He's doing well. He's a squirrel coach. He works yeah. with Next Level uh, Wingsuit Camp. Remember he just sat in he showed up with minimal experience on a wingsuit and sat there and nerded out all summer long. And the, he's a badass. Mm-hmm.
3: He so is, yeah, the speed is definitely just for the data. It's all mm-hmm. for the numbers. Yeah. It's
2: all for the data. Ricky Bobby, I want to go fast. Licky Bubby.
4: I I need to watch that movie. What what
1: accent are you working on right now?
2: Oh. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, whose voice? monfi monfi maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Is he staying with you guys? He is staying with us. He's been here for I don't know, close to a week.
3: That's how we got on the topic of aliens
2: aliens oh good no we got on the topic of
4: aliens
0: and then mumpy came up
4: yeah yeah they they are 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 really freaking cool cool. I was
3: like i really like talking about aliens and i was like oh that was mumpy
4: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah oh that's yeah i'm catching back up we're talking about making elsa talk more we we did get that (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's got that how
1: uh, how tired are you of people referencing the frozen movies Uh, oh did that already your yeah joke. I made I made a frozen joke but it was see I'm not I'm not, totally cool I'm not making the joke or the reference I'm just wondering
4: no I'm totally cool with it oh yeah alright yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, cool, cool. I'm cool with it. it doesn't happen enough apparently I didn't expect it doesn't. that me neither so now here we go it into doesn't. the unknown
3: although when it came out I was waitressing and so maybe that was like a little too much but I had fun with it because it would be like you know kids mm-hmm. at the table or something and I'd be like oh, I'm gonna go talk with Olaf real quick I'll be right that's back that's pretty cool you know and like I would have fun with it oh, that's kind of cute nice yeah um, but now I don't hang out with people who have kids at all, so it never comes up. So I, I'm not phased, hmm. not at all.
1: Well, when uh, I mention your name at home, it's always that Sam asks immediately if yeah. you are a nice princess. Do
3: you want to build a snowman?
1: Yep, that just like that. <laughs> yeah. Let
0: it go.
3: That's well, good. <laughs> no, it's good. And actually, let, let it, it go, go, go is one of my mantras. So it's like it's perfect. <laughs> <And> there <laughs> you go. <laughs> it was meant that to was
0: be. totally a Disney princess princess movie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: My God. Oh. Where'd you get a -a hopadillo in a bottle? In that fridge. Man. Are they gone? You want one? Isn't that your? No, that's that's,
2: um, that's the one beer I enjoy. Yeah. Madison
3: is requesting a British accent.
2: Oh man, you can't request things. No, my my <laughs> British accent is not good because uh, Australian is great. Yeah, right. Aussies are good. I know. Yeah. Too, right fucking Aussie. too right, mate. It's a bit of out of practice, but it's not too good at the moment. It's good, It's good. Uh, to the American probably, but not to the Aussies. If we have any Aussies <laughs> listening, tell me um, I'm a shit cunt.
3: I think Jackson actually.
2: Yeah <laughs> um, right. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah i don't know they come and they go because i you guys know i play i play a lot of D &D and you can do a lot of accents in D. &D. did you guys talk about dungeons and dragons i wasn't gonna bring it up not a a a bunch no we just mentioned it
0: it, but yeah no uh this motherfucker does voices and we play D &D and it's my it's one of my favorite parts you're great at it he's fucking phenomenal i try he hosts the game and he's telling stories and he
3: plays dude if,
2: if you could be a fly on the wall in our house when I'm home alone I look like a fucking crazy person because I'm walking and I have like
3: and you're talking to
4: yourself yeah and yeah. I have
2: like note cards and I can't do it sitting down so I'm just pacing around the house just saying different things in different accents that like might apply to the story later because like the best way to get into a character in an accent is to have a phrase that reminds you of how that accent works, you know? So there's different phrases and stuff. Like certain verbatim. It's weird. I don't it yeah. I I I always see myself in the third person when I'm doing it and I'm like, I look fucking nuts. (laughs) Like if my neighbors hey, could see actor. me right now, I get not. Nah, I don't Dude, know, that's man. That's probably it's how weird. actors Or like do it. driving by myself, like <laughs> I love that shit. I feel that's like the best you time. would be
1: really great at like improv.
2: I, and yes, that's, <laughs> and that's part of what <laughs> yes. makes D and D fun because there's a lot of improv. That, and I didn't know I liked. Well, I knew that I liked all these things, but I never had uh, something to channel all of it until I started playing playing D and D with DJ, and it, <laughs> it all kind of. Can did you, you ever watch
1: like, the show Whose Line no. Is It Anyway? I did. I, I loved it as love a kid. Show. And that show. Back when
2: I watched it, I didn't understand what improv was. It was just a funny show to me. I didn't, I, I'm I'm an idiot, and I was still an idiot back then. So I didn't realize all these people are really making this stuff up on the spot. Dude, now Colin I understand that is night. My fave. Which one is? is he the? It's a short ball. The short ball. He's got guy. the cul-de-sac so haircut like
0: mine. Yeah. Like
3: yours. Yeah. He is so he on point, good. and he doesn't get phased. Uh-huh. He like everyone else has like giggles and stuff, and he's just like so on it, and he's so fucking funny.
2: I've got a lot of respect for it that. Someone so who good. just like. Doesn't yeah. break. Yeah. They're, they're in it. Dude, you know, that's
4: the,
3: like my YouTube channel. It's just all looking up whose line is it. Anyway. Yeah. Really?
1: That's yeah. awesome. You know, Braden Smith got uh, into the improv scene here in Houston. I remember.
2: Was was it on Facebook or something? Or I don't think maybe.
1: so. He, his dream was to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I think and I, I think saw he some was having a hard time finding the courage to be on stage by himself. Yeah, and then I feel like he know, Th- through a friend of a friend uh stumbled across this improv group and he was nice on stage doing uh, improv a couple nights a week
2: yeah i feel like that would be a lot of fun stand-up looks like a lot of fun too but man i think it's a lot harder having than that it looks.
3: the people to like play off of For I sure. think that would be good
2: yeah absolutely that that would make it a lot easier because man i get, katie and i go to an open mic comedy thing every now and then oh yeah and when you walk into the room you just have to embrace the, like these people like they're working on stuff so like people are gonna bomb and the room's gonna be quiet and you just have to like accept that cringiness and it took me a while to get used to that just being an audience member i couldn't imagine doing that on stage <laughs> like telling a joke that you think is just gonna kill and then it's crickets i remember i went to a few open night.
1: Uh, or open mic Night comedy shows with with Braden uh-huh. as he was trying to find the courage to to get up there. Yeah, and I'll never forget this kid. He told he told what he thought was a punchline. And I don't remember anything about what he said with the setup with the punch. I didn't I don't remember anything about the joke. I just remember the silence in him going, that's just not funny. <laughs> yeah, like, but honestly, like it blew his mind yeah. that we weren't like, all really? laughing. I laughed about and, that all day when I was thinking no, about it. Yeah,
2: none of us knew that a joke had happen. <laughs> yeah, and, and you just have to accept that going to open mic nights, and like that almost becomes the best part of the show once you get used to it, because different people have different reactions to that sort of thing. Like, no one laughs at a joke, and people are like all right, fuck you guys. I'm up here for me, anyways. Like, I don't care about you guys. I'm gonna keep talking. You know, like some people get hostile, some people get defensive. It's just, it's cool to see how how they how they handle that. You know, have you seen any person uh, do an open mic do their same routine twice? Maybe not start to finish, but I've seen the same material same for bits, sure. Yeah, and I don't know the exact length of the bits, but it's short. It's like maybe two minutes because there's a ton of people so yeah I've, I've definitely seen a lot of repeat content but i still laugh man like i love laughing and and going to a place where i know there's going to be funny stuff like even if i've heard it before if it's funny once it's probably funny twice like let's do this you listen to stand up i do not like i don't have a favorite comedian or anything but i've seen some netflix specials here and there and like i've i have listened to it yes i wouldn't consider myself like a like an active listener of of stand up but you, you you've got a couple of like that, yeah. I, li- I like go comedian,
1: comedian, yeah, to comedians, right? Yeah, Louis C.K. is a good one for yeah. me. Um,
3: my favorite right now is, um, oh, dude, I just forgot his name. He's, he's
2: great, I like him. <laughs> yeah, he is just great punchlines. Nick Thune. Have you heard of Nick Thune? (laughs) Is that a real person? Yeah. No. He did something. I think it was called The Good Guy, and I haven't even heard the special. I just heard the intro to it, and I was shitting my pants, man. I'll see if I can show it to you later. I don't remember if it's good anymore because it was like a year or two ago, but it was one of my favorites for a long time uh tj miller is kind of funny there's a like youtube thing called this is actually happening i think oh I, yeah no, I saw he that did one that was just i know who you every mean. time i see it man it just kills me he's got
1: big teeth little, yeah and like the lots hair lots like curly yeah, hair
2: yeah. and and all of the experiences are real experiences too they're real experiences so they're kind of telling it from that that first person point of view and i'll show it to you later like there's a certain point in the video where like how he's describing his story and the way the camera is cutting like I okay. will never not laugh when I see that. It's fucking amazing.
3: Chris Delia. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's pretty good too. Yeah. He has that like was one of my favorites with like the little um dolphin where he's the dolphin slits his wrists
2: doesn't he have like he the thing. the drunk girl bit too where he's talking about oh yeah it doesn't even matter it doesn't even it matter it doesn't even matter yeah yeah i remember that one
3: but tj miller isn't he from um that silicon valley show i think so yeah. May, I, I know that he's on he really tv funny in that.
2: yeah and he's done movies and stuff but mm-hmm. i'm i'm not super super familiar but yeah, I don't know. Comedy's cool. I like to laugh. I you want to go? You want to go to an open mic sometime? Man, yes. I, we should do it as I'm a crew. Down. You can talk to. Monday nights. It's uh, I think it's every Monday night in Houston. Where like, so is it? down. it's called Rudyard's. Rudyard's. Am okay. saying that right? Yeah. It's somewhere in Houston. I'd never drive because I, I, I hate comedy. driving. But it's it's kind of close to where we are, which is like, yeah, south. I saw this Houston. kind of like
3: I guess B rate whatever that is like yeah. not a star but like B star whatever and mm. um. <laughs> he's hilarious and then when I saw him live he wasn't as funny and he actually was like kind of demeaning and like would like pick too much on the on the people like in the crowd and I was like oh I was not expecting this so it was kind of like a bummer so I want to go mm. to another one to like be like surely everyone's yeah. got to have a
1: bad day from time
2: to time yeah, yeah.
3: exactly and and hopefully that was one of the wrong bad days. wrong
2: crowd wrong vibe maybe yeah, yeah he maybe just, like, he just had a little too much yeah. drink it. I don't know yeah it's funny how the crowd affects that sort of thing because the last open mic night that i went to at rudyard's was a couple of months ago with some friends i had that were in town and like we were saying there was some repeat content there but no one was laughing this time except for like me and katie but it was the same stuff and it it did really well the last time we were there and for whatever reason everyone that was there besides the table i was sitting like didn't realize that they were at a comedy show so no (laughs) one was laughing besides (laughs) us i mean are people still watching what's happening yeah people are intently watching like maybe they have a drink maybe they have a little bit of like bar food but like they're sitting and watching a show and just (laughs) it's like (laughs) you you (laughs) could at least give like a sympathy like Mm. huh (laughs) you know like a little chuckle maybe but no like dead silence for most of it can we throw tomatoes I, maybe i don't know
3: yeah like shakespeare <laughs> yeah no.
2: so uh,
1: i see improv in your future
2: man i'd be down to give it a shot for sure That's it would be a lot i would like to do it without a, a crowd first just to get good at it because i feel like it is a skill I mean, how, that has but to how be how right. do but how do you measure success without, without a crowd, a crowd? Yeah, I guess that's a good. You would need point. a
3: small crowd. I guess
2: there's. I guess they do. Your they peers, practice. though. Your peers are a good way to judge how you're doing. Because if you're doing improv with no, people, because we'd be too nice. Put, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but at least to get the feel for like what improv should feel like, you know, really we're like we gonna. Doing do? great. You're I think doing you guys yay. should improv a situation right now. I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just improving some improv. Well, I'm improving your improv but not Yeah.
4: <laughs> Maybe
2: but that's you. like a big rule in improv, right? You never say no. It's always yes and. Yes and. Yeah. Yes and. Mm-hmm. See, you already know mm-hmm. the rules. You're set up. Yeah. He, I know. he I've, does. I've he looked at some YouTube it. videos. I don't, though. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. All you got to do is to
1: say some weird shit in a silly accent. You're in.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, you obviously know how to do your Australian already. Have
1: you met my Scottish proctologist, Alex?
2: I don't believe she
1: has.
3: (laughs)
2: See, it's easy. You're built for it. I have to be honest. I don't really know what a proctologist does.
3: (laughs) I don't either.
2: Perfect. We're on the same page. You're doing great.
3: (laughs) See?
1: See?
2: this if concludes our checkup
1: you're, you're already too good at it that i don't want to play
4: <laughs>
2: Amazing! No, you gotta go now the, no, i don't know what to, what to say do i tell am i the am i the patient nick i'm afraid the seger charts just aren't what they're supposed to be well
1: i tried to do this cast of my anus and it went really wrong really yeah i need H- your
2: help who's it going i burned it can i have a copy <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is fun. I like hanging out see? with
1: you guys, <laughs> you, dude. You gotta, we gotta get you in that improv group.
2: All right, only if you come with me. That's the catch.
1: Man, do I have to participate or do yes, I watch? Yeah. I have to participate. Oh, At
2: shit. least one, and then you can you can watch after
3: so the that. The only <laughs> accent I can do is English.
2: Will you do the the like English British, one? British. Yeah. Will you do yeah. the British one for Maddie? Right? Maddie wanted to see it or Danielle? Oh yeah. For the fans. Okay,
3: Maddie. Um, I I believe no. Hey, mm-hmm. that was no. Awesome.
0: No, Shane got it. can't got it. I, too much pressure I can do a country accent i can that, do a, that, that sounded more country. I, I can do a vul, vulgar accent Fuck. Mm-hmm. um
2: Nick's got a pretty good russian accent I, I was working on that Russian mm-hmm. it's good i like it you can do some <laughs> i can't it. i can't do it I can't do on spot
4: <laughs>
1: See? I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, is, I mean, I don't even know what to say it's like I can hear the the sound
2: of the voice in my head but uh-huh. The thing is it's it's like
3: I have to start with like righto and then I like uh-huh. right into it. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I, exactly. You know? That's what but I'm like, saying. If you if you use <laughs> phrases
2: and stuff it good gets eye. the good eye. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but and it's different doing it in front of people too. That's where D&D helped a lot because it, you, you it's go. just with your friends and because, you can be yeah, super nerdy. yeah, I would do nerdy. it alone all the time. Yeah, and then you get used to doing it in front of people and it's like no, I do feel no like no I'm a much better singer when no one's around. Yeah, me too. Do I'm a
0: I am fucking Bruno Mars when nobody's around. Yeah.
2: Have you ever thought about recording yourself like from the outside when you're singing to music? Because like I listen to, I have AirPods when I drive. I don't think my camera would survive. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have the heart to do it because I feel like I'm doing so so well and I know I'm not.
3: (laughs) It was so bad. It's horrible. Yeah.
1: Man, I love watching uh, like America's Got Talent and those sorts of shows Mm -hmm. and it blows my mind that like they still put gag acts on, you know? Like Mm -hmm. people who are obviously not talented mm-hmm. and they know it. The person doing the performance knows that it's like a joke, but they still put people on who are obviously untalented to everyone except for the person performing. And those people I feel bad for. It's like, man, did you, you never saw a video? No one actually, no one ever told you like, Hey, you're, you're, you're trying real hard, but you got some stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. Blows my, blows my mind. Super so sad. maybe
3: some people find that hilarious Like just the act of them trying really hard. Yeah, for sure. But
1: but not the person who's still sucking. I don't think it's funny to them. Mm. I think it's funny to some people watching. Like, you know, like cringe humor is a thing that's sought after. Like people want to see things that make them. Mm-hmm. terribly uncomfortable mm-hmm. so, yeah 50
3: 50 maybe but, yeah. like those people are like okay with it or not
1: but i just don't i don't know how that person gets all the way through like the interview process and you know because it's like every producer that sees them they all must know like this person did not bring the beans yeah no <laughs> no beans involved <laughs> not in the at baking, all <laughs> not even rice <laughs> Their beans not are even fried rice, not one <laughs> grain <laughs> and that person makes it all the way through without any of those people yeah. like All those people have to, of course, like, push
2: it forward, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, are they having fun at that person's expense? Probably. And is that person, are they so delusional that that, that they think that they're good? Or is this going to be their wake up call? Or do you think they're just going to continue thinking that they're awesome? You know? Yeah. And I feel like
4: some
3: people are just like, I'm so the shit right now. And they're okay with sucking and then thinking they're the shit. Mm -hmm. You know?
2: They just didn't get me. They didn't get my art. (laughs) They were jealous. Yeah.
0: I just so hope that some husband or wife is just pissed off at their spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. <laughs> like, yo, honey, you sing so great, you should go try out. You should yeah. be on TV. <laughs> you should yeah, be on TV. Know, totally, sweetheart. You're crushing million. it. Millions of people are
3: gonna see you. Yeah.
0: yeah, I just, I would, I just want to believe at least one of those axes there at the pushing of their significant other and it's just total asshole move
2: <laughs> I could see it for sure like If it get you out of the house for a weekend go on that TV show uh-uh.
0: man I uh, I have no delusions that I can sing well at all like when I sing my absolute best it's not good mm-hmm. um, so I just don't even try I'm I'm a horrible singer no. mm-hmm. man it's a uh, go ahead
3: oh I'm just so glad that no one has to be succumbed to my my singing
0: Um, Nick and I all sing together, that's about it It's been a while since we've had a song Um, But we uh, took a couple weeks off I had told everybody on the show that we're going to try to be back every other week We did not make that schedule just because of vacation, 4th of July I hope you guys had a good 4th of July I went to Indiana, floated in a fucking pool Blew up a lot of fireworks, smoked a lot of meat That's all I did, I had a wonderful time with my family So uh, it was good Um, So, um, Nick... How are you doing, buddy? Right now, yeah, I'm good. Right, the second you good, you good. How was your <laughs> Fourth of July? Good. We jumped into uh, Dan Crenshaw's pool party. Yes. pretty fun. Nice that you had, you actually hit me up to uh, ground crew that, and I was out of town. And I was like, man, that would have been a lot of fun. That would have been really cool. to We try we it. had an absurdly small window for the weather. I we heard. flew over
1: in the helicopter at sixteen hundred feet for the entire way there, the entire way. That was the ceiling at sixteen hundred feet, and I was getting pretty certain that we were going to be landing in that helicopter someplace and, well, you know, figuring out how else we were going to get home. Mm-hmm. And then we were maybe a quarter of a mile from uh, where the venue was and the shelf of clouds that we were underneath just all of a sudden parted and we were in this big bowl of open uh, open sky. And you could see out onto the, to the water in Galveston and you could see over the tops of the clouds of where we had just come from and it was super pretty. And we were supposed to jump right at 7. And we got there at 6.50. And so, yeah, we're good. We're like, we had a schedule great. And every passing moment, the clouds that we had just passed were getting closer and closer and closer and closer closer to the venue. And so uh, by the time we got out 10 minutes later, right at 7 o'clock, and then landed, we got out and the sky was still good. And we landed and it was totally overcast again. That's nuts. So in the span of uh, of three and a half minutes. It was meant to be. It happened. Yeah.
3: So what, you jumped into... Pool?
1: A giant pool. 12 acres of water is the surface of this pool. It's a gigantic place. It's uh, oh, yeah, Lago yeah. Mar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: Logan's dad built it. Yep, that's it the same place. Cool. Same exact place. That's crazy. Very nice. That's like very posh and beautiful.
1: It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. There were, uh it's a pretty, I was surprised at the people who were the demographic of Dan Crenshaw supporters. Oh, yeah. There were, uh, <laughs> it was a much more diverse group than I expected. That's the guy, right? That's him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. I was uh, happy that uh, happy and pleasantly surprised that we
2: got to do the jump because the weather was yeah. not,
1: not uh, on our side that
2: day.
4: That's that, awesome. that,
2: we- that weather window is did amazing. You, that did you had do that any tiny little sliver?
3: Yeah. Did you do anything fun, like a, do like a swoop or what?
1: Uh, I yelled "America" at the top of my lungs <laughs> and then crashed into the water. It was
2: great.
3: Dope. <laughs> what better
2: way to spend Fourth of July? What rig yeah. did you change? had mine be?
1: My Infinity, my uh, the, the white and teal one. So oh. you got a bath. Yep,
0: I got a repack mm. already.
3: You didn't ask him his gear. I remember that was like the.
0: We're not going to get to it tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your gear is a new segment, something we're bringing on the show. Yeah. But uh, cool. DQ. Well, I'll be out. Yeah, DQ had suggested uh, doing a segment, and it's a really good opportunity to talk about what everybody's we jumping. Could, yeah. We could do a little like, like
3: um thing, like the beer barrel thing, but like what's your gear? Like
2: it'd be like a pre-recorded thing.
0: What's your alright? So guys, we're looking for a new helper with Gravity the radio <laughs> Hey, at the beginning you're of the fired. show. It's not a paid gig, so uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for for That's a so time to static. hang out with some, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, having a princess like uh, M- Mulan is that her name? You can uh, you can <laughs> yeah, right. man. Sam looks like that. We can work out. So <laughs> uh, we are getting late. We got to get going. We're turning to pumpkins. Uh, anything you guys need to share, say, talk about before y'all get going?
2: I had fun, guys. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it feels good.
0: Uh, I'm sure you'll hear a lot of his voices, um, a lot of his stories, and a lot of shenanigans behind the scene. Um, one of my plans and one of the goals, uh, just kind of full disclosure, Nick knows this, nobody else does, um, is we're going to kind of start shifting around um, having uh, who sits over on which side of the desk up a little bit. So maybe you guys will sit over here with Nick or myself at some times while one of the other ones have to sit over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Elsa, as you know, you always have the Ability to make the call. So <laughs> Elsa tonight said, I'm sitting over here. Okay, that's your chair. Um, guys and gals, we're gonna get out of here. Elsa, you know that funky white girl music? Play that funky, funky music, girl. white girl. Um, grab lab radio. We're getting the fuck out of here. Guys, thanks for the vacation. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace out. <laughs> I want to chase pigs. Do you have
1: a pig character that you do also? Yes, he does. Recently, <laughs> which
2: I didn't practice. Yeah. So I just had to pull some pig noises out of my ass. But this is a D&D character? I stared that so pig Not a, a character, but... Um, you got a warthog face? Sure. It could. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. It could have whatever you want, whatever you can imagine and Hello, explain. You gonna come play with us? Straight in the eye. I don't think I could do it. You, you know, would be good at it. I don't words. think I could do you it. You would be good at it, I promise. You yeah. just gotta give just it a go. I just don't
1: think I can give myself permission to be that silly. I mean, we just kind of
2: did
0: it here.
1: We were doing a little improv. You don't have to do voices. You don't have to you do voices. Have you don't have to have, you don't have
2: to do anything. You don't want it
1: to You just have to say words. It is okay. I'm being bullied right now. <laughs>
2: no, it's not. Peer pressure.